Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. In case you're not familiar, I am. That hotep Jesus do. That hotep, that hotep, that hotep Jesus do. That hotep Jesus do. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Uh, we have a wonderful interview lined up for today. Uh, shout out to my sponsor, Syscoin, the best of Bitcoin and Ethereum. If you're a, a tech geek and you're looking to build on the blockchain with the best technology out there as far as blockchain is concerned you got to take a look at syscoin sign up right now hotepjesus.com hit the syscoin logo it's going to take you to a form you're going to fill out that form and the syscoin team will get right back to you the great news is they're incentivized to help you out because uh when you do good they could do good so you're going to get expect to get support from them and at Syscoin, the best of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Go to hotepjesus.com. Also, Decentricon. Decentricon tickets. I'm giving away five, five free tickets uh, to Decentricon Miami. Um, go to hotepjesus.com. Sign up for my email list to enter. Wait for my email to go out. And then you'll find out how to win. Maybe you'll hang out with me in Miami, meet my camera guy, and uh, chop it up with the homies. Without further ado, I have a very special guest for you today. The Quartering. Hey, how are you? Before we even get to it, let me get loose. Let me let me take the scarf off and get loose. This is a <laughs> this is a, a heavy interview we got tonight. I've been checking out your stuff, and uh, you seem like you you're the guy that has the answers to my questions. Oh man, that's a, you're starting out with a lot of pressure, but yeah, okay. I'll see oh, what yeah. I can do. Oh yeah, the pressure is on. Um, I, first thing we got to dive into is I need to know what's going on with the oil czar Biden. What is going on with oil? I know I heard something today about he's tapping into the oil reserves and they're trying to take credit for the price of oil dropping, et cetera, et cetera. What is the 411? What is the education you can give me on why prices have risen? Maybe why he's tapping into oil reserves. Is this good? Is this bad? Should I cuss out Biden for this? What's the 411? And it's my opinion that I think we saw what, a couple of weeks ago, it came out where Biden was like trying to negotiate with the, the Saudis, I think, to lower gas prices around the midterms. He was like begging them to and um i think that was a really bad look obviously i don't know uh where you're at geographically but where i live i'm in jersey gas, where are you at uh wisconsin so midwest okay gas is still is, but go ahead. yeah <laughs> chicago near chicago okay um the uh a lot of a lot of gas is still over four bucks a gallon here so in the midwest that's pretty expensive mm. um so yeah i don't i don't know uh what his plan is if he's he's stuck between a rock and a hard place because he won't drill which is what he should do okay uh, uh but he but he also got, got basically cucked by the saudis by you know they knew he was in a position where he needed help and uh they did they didn't they didn't need to negotiate because they know he's not going to drill they know he's not going to go into our strategic reserve and really the strategic reserve is really just a temporary fix anyway. It's like a PR thing. Like, oh, Biden releases a million barrels. Who the and people hear a million and they're like, man, that must be a lot of gas. It really isn't. You know, it it doesn't do much. Uh so I don't know. I would I would assume that by the midterms he's gonna do something. Yeah. But that's almost 
worse. It feels like it feels like he's holding off so that like two weeks before midterm, suddenly gas can be 50 cents a gallon cheaper and then, then they can run those commercials. We saved you, America. You paid more for 50 weeks, but for these two weeks, we got you. And that's what I suspect will happen. And that's really sad. Okay, so I don't know what's going on with the Saudis. Do you know much about that and how the negotiations went with that or how it's supposed to go? I don't. Okay. I don't. I'm not an expert on that. You know, I yeah. know that, you know, they're always buying, we're always selling, but I, I'm not an expert at that. Yeah. Um, I, I ran into this dude. He, I wish I wrote it down. It's in my email somewhere, but there's a book. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and, and, um, and 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 read it yet and download it but um when i get that i'll share it with you and i'll share it with the chat but apparently so I, you know this guy I was sitting next to in my kid's soccer practice and i'm just gonna assume he's a liberal and he was like uh yeah i started reading this book and my eyes are open on the oil industry so i'm like oh, oh, oh boy <laughs> that must be some book yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know um when i get that information i let people know but what do you think is the appropriate action uh, for Biden. And uh, if you had to take a guess uh, in regards to oil. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the only way you can fix it is a combination of reducing demand and, and increasing supply, which means you have to drill, uh, which means you have to get, you know, various pipelines that you made a big deal about shutting down. I, I think he's stuck between a rock and a hard place because he really can't. If he starts talking about drilling He's already in very unfavorable. His latest um, approval ratings were somewhere in the 30s, something like that, 33%. Or, you know, are you satisfied? There's different polls all the time, you know? Right. But, um, you know, I think he's in a basically lose-lose scenario here because if he does increase supply, he can really only do that by being a better negotiator with Russia, which he can't right now, who is big, <laughs> has oil. You get, so he can't get it from Russia. And, and that means Saudi Arabia knows, you know, like they, they know they have him over a literal barrel. So I'm not exactly sure what he's going to do. I mean, he should drill more and incentivize uh, finding numerous ways to reduce demand, not just tell Americans to buy an electric car, which is also ridiculous and doesn't re reduce demand. But, you know, I, I don't know if he has any idea what to do. Reduce demand. How, how do we go about reducing demand? Well, I mean, there are other things that make demand on oil, right? Um, not just gasoline for cars. Mm. So you could increase power supply, for example, by, I don't know, embracing nuclear power. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you could do, you know, this is something that, you know, nobody wants to live next to a nuclear power plant. I understand. However, um, you know, there are plenty of places where nobody lives where you could be running these things and uh, greatly increasing the supply of energy that isn't relying on fossil fuels. Mm. And, and, and I think for whatever reason, they just keep refusing to do it. I mean, Europe is in a major energy crisis right now, major energy crisis. And um, I have a friend from Germany who just came to visit two weeks ago, told me his heating bill is going to be triple in January. I don't know how anyone can afford that. And they continue to say, well, we'll, we'll just not embrace nuclear energy. So embracing nuclear energy would be a huge, huge thing. Um, and, and I think, uh, finding more ways to reduce the things because they, they use oil for lots of things, plastics and all sorts of stuff like that. So I think if you're going to do like government incentive programs, you incentivize finding alternatives for those things. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, it's not an overnight fix, but you could put a bunch of band-aids on 
in the meantime, he's just got to buy more oil. He's just got to buy more because he can't drill. But uh, I'm no, I'm no expert either, so I don't you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, shout out to my super chats. I appreciate you. We're gonna get to the super chatters as we wind down. Um, okay. Uh, do you feel like maybe the energy crisis, um, has been purposely created, especially when you're dealing with Europe? Sure feels that way. <laughs> I mean, did energy demand increase? Here's ask it a different way. Did energy demand increase that much in the last 12 months? You know, like, or did supply cut that, that much in the last, what happened? You know, I don't, I'm not a big geopolitics guy, so I don't know. All I know is that, you know, Germany is going to be very cold uh, this year. And the, you know, you could also say, well, I, I wonder who, I wonder who poked a hole in that pipeline, but the, there's all, there's all sorts of other things that I, I don't know. I mean, it feels manufactured yeah. because we haven't had anything like, it's not like, so we haven't had anything that would like drastically increase demand. In fact, more people are staying home than ever, right? There's still a big part of that population. I talked about with the, with the, with the COOF. There's, there's like 10% of the population that's ruined. They're never going to go to another movie. They're never going to go to another concert. They're, they're going to order everything from Amazon, which some people say they, that was, uh, some people think that there are people that are, want that anyway. But like, so there's people traveling less. Uh, now than ever people are traveling less by airplane um so it's like i don't know where all this increased demand came from sure feels artificial but the whole oil industry really is just like diamonds yeah there's you know there's manufactured scarcity that you know well well it's open on well we'll turn the needle up a little bit give you like 25 cents off a gallon everyone's happy it's like they're playing this game where like oh americans will take so much pain and eventually they're like, okay, well, it's over 450 a gallon. That's too much pain for the average American. And and they blame the president. So they turn it back down. Everyone calms down, then they turn it back up. It just seems so like I mean, I remember when we had mean tweets and three dollars a gallon. Yeah. And I and it was like like that for all four years. Mm. So I don't I don't think the world demand for oil has changed that much year over year. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm yeah. not a, I'm not an expert. It just doesn't feel like it. Mm. So my next question to you is if it is on purpose, why? And if I were to take a guess at why, you know, two basic reasons. One is because you get to run the government for subsidies, subsidize your life, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And uh, more communism and socialism as a result. Would you corroborate that? Is there something else I'm missing? I would add to it and say, when you look at what's going to happen with these power companies, let's say in Europe, right, where their, their prices are insane, what's the next natural thing to happen? Well, the government's going to become your power company. Um, and, and this is something I talked to, talked about with my German friend who is, a, a, you know, he's aware of history and things of that nature. And I said, well, that's what's probably going to happen. Right, the government's going to take over these power plants, which I, I think they. He, he mentioned we had had many wines, but like he mentioned something like, "Oh, they already took over this one." But I don't want to say that for a fact. It, it, I feel like um, every decision the government makes is to make people more reliant on it, and therefore, in general. 
So in therefore, therefore, if I believe that, then I believe that keeping people, you know, suck, needing their assistance, needing their help is important to them because when people have financial freedom, when people have, um, you know, freedom to make real rational decisions, because people don't make rational decisions when they're living paycheck to paycheck. Nobody does. They're just trying to pay that rent. That's why, you know, crime, crime happens. Then you're just trying to feed your kid. You're just trying to, these, these are crimes that are not done by people who are thinking rationally. So the, the more they keep people afraid, the more they keep people in, in, in need and looking to them, the longer they retain control and the more control they get, which is ultimately what it's all about. Wait, so this sounds straight out of the Communist Manifesto. This sounds straight <laughs> out of the 10 planks of Marxism, except this is centralization of energy mm-hmm. in the hands of the state. It seems like at least one possibility, um, you know, when you're talking about these prices that are increasing and that, and then I don't know what the next natural step would be if you're in Europe, um, where so much of their lives are already controlled by their government, including their health care, uh, you know, which, you know, so they control your health care, they control your gas, your, whether you can heat your house. And like, I don't know if people all know, like the, environmental like the climate in in europe is not exact it's not like it's you know florida where it's warm all i mean it gets cold they need heat you know it's not um they need energy just like anyone else so i think that it's kind of scary to think about but then it's like playing out right in front of you and it feels like occam's razor is like right there (laughs) about why this stuff's happening you said it sounds like occam's razor occam's razor it's like um uh, the most logical answer is the correct one. Okay. So you, it's, um, that's what it feels like. Like, mm-hmm. ah, well, there's a million little things that it could be, or maybe they know that they can press people. If they press people enough, they'll give up more control. I mean, we saw the way regular everyday people turned into the police during lockdowns. Okay. Willingly, you know, calling the cops on their neighbors for having too many people over. This is more popular in Canada and stuff like that. But I mean, you don't think people took notice of that? I certainly do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving this conversation so far. You know, before Trump, I was like, uh, I don't know, black nationalist or something. I don't know what I was technically. Sure. Um, I think that's the term people use nowadays. So I was studying a lot of African history, African centered stuff. So you say things like Occam's razor, you know, this is Caucasian language. That's just. Completely <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to catch up now, you know, so I'm learning. Yeah. This is this is education for me. I love this. I love yeah. learning and I love adding. So now Occam's razor, I have to look that up. I Occam's razor, Hanlon's razor. These are like old. Yeah. I don't know if you'd call them an idiom, if that's what they are, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's probably Caucasian as hell. Maybe not though. I don't know. Yeah. No, I need, I need all the Caucasity. I need all of it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love Caucasity. (laughs) (laughs) You know, these, it's just shorthand for, you know, trying to say things. Right. Yeah. And it makes you sound smarter than what you actually are. So I, that's a fact. I I had that one in my back pocket. I'm like, I hope he asked me something that I can bust us out so when you guys see me say this is an occam's razor moment you know you're gonna create yeah right people like damn that dude is smart (laughs) i love those i love those all right so how does all this oil stuff tie into the climate change agenda and um the push for electric vehicles Mm. it i mean directly i think right i mean if you make gas so expensive that people can't afford it what are their options um and I think that 
you know, it was awfully good timing that made basically every major automobile manufacturer in the United States had electric vehicles seemingly out of nowhere. Like, yes, I know they were clearly developing them for a long time, but it's like, also people, I mean, look, I'm an electric, I own an electric car. I, and I don't drive it to save the environment. I drive it because it's fast. It's fun. And, and like, so like, I'm not one of those people who have electric cars that are like, I'm shaving the planet. Like, I don't, I don't believe that. I also think that the conditions in lithium mines are shocking. If people knew like how lithium was mined and where it was mined and by, by the kids, you know, kids who mine it in these African countries and, and it is bad. Okay. Um, so you're buying oil from, from Terry's or you're buying child labor lithium. This is your two options. Um, that seems kind of messed up. Like maybe there should be a third option, but for some reason, I just don't know. These are our only two options and always have been, which is uh, concerning to me. Yo, you know, that's, that's what bothers me about the whole electric car, right? It's child labor in Africa. <laughs> yeah, that's where the batteries are coming. I mean, that's either China or child labor in Africa. These are your two pipelines for lithium. Yeah, and China probably owns the mines in Africa, so it's still of course. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's China anyway. Are these rare earth metals too that are in the not just lithium but other rare earth cobalt? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's they're not digging that up in the hills of Montana. <laughs> you know, that's coming from impoverished areas where they're hiring questionable people, and it's like, man, I remember there was a time in this country where like people cared where their sneakers were made, but suddenly no one cares anymore. Yeah. Um, because of my cheap stuff, yeah. which is something I try to talk about on my channel too. I, you know, it's, it's like, how do you fight against people are concerned about, Hey man, we have too much influence from foreign countries in this country, too much control on our supply chain. What do you do? Mm -hmm. Well, if you're like an every, everyday Jane or Joe or whatever, you can't like, just say, I'm only going to buy American made because sometimes it's just, it's prohibitively expensive but you can make small decisions like oh, I'm buying paper plates. Okay. This one's made in America. It's 10 cents more. Okay. Here's a, here's a spot I can make a change. And so I, I hope that more people start like kind of be more conscious where they're buying stuff. And I don't know where that came from, but yeah. anyway, sorry. Um, no, it makes sense. Yeah. China, China, and yeah, yeah, owning yeah. the, so mines, the right? lithium mines, the, all this stuff, like that's concerning to me. Like you, you ever take a, one of those, you know, where do you think all our, all our masks were made? Where do you think all of our tests were made for everybody? Like, they're all coming from the same place. Like, hmm. <laughs> like, maybe uh, we'll go back to making stuff in this country, even if it's more expensive. I think that, um, again, you, you don't have to do it all, but there are things you can do to reduce. I worry about that with oil and gas because the United States certainly has plenty of it. But I'm also like... I'm a bit of a tree hugger now. Like I'm not for like, just start mining, like pumping oil. I know I want to reduce demand too. So oil's not going to last forever. It's also super um, bad for the environment to, to, to drill it. But until there's a viable alternative and, and John Q public buying a $50,000 Tesla isn't a really viable alternative mm -hmm. until there is a real one, then you just have to make it cheap because when people have more money, they invest that money. They start their businesses. They add to the economy. Yeah. When people are just trying to stay alive, they, they, they can't. They physically can't. People take less chances because they literally can't fail. So I'm always in favor of having 
people have more money than less. And, and, and the lithium batteries from my very cursory understanding of it is even the disposal of those is, uh, and bad for the environment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there is the long-term effects of that. Um, and right. I mean, it's just, they're just, um, what's the word for it? Like, um, they're, they're just passing the buck right now with this electric, like Joe Biden telling people to buy an electric car almost when my head explode. Uh, and again, I say this as a Tesla owner, like they're a luxury vehicle. They aren't a fix for gasoline because our grid, oh, you want to talk about nuclear power plants. Our grid cannot support more than a small percentage of the population driving electric vehicles. Unless you want to bring it back home, put more nuclear power plants in place because you can't support this strain on the grid. And you know how we generate our electricity? We burn oil and coal. <laughs> so it's like, you know, why don't more people like, like if, like if just the average American in this country could just make those three connections, like how could you listen to that coming from the president and be like, oh, that makes, you'd just be like, what this dude is talking out of his rear. You know, I, it's, it's, it's a big pet peeve for me. I think they just depend on people being ignorant not being inspired to look for more in the stench that they throw at alternative opinions, right? If you come and say, yeah. hey, look, uh, I don't think that's the right thing to do. It's like, oh, you're racist. And it's like, what does that have to do with the, you know, lithium <laughs> you know, batteries? Wait, I'm just saying, I don't want little African kids making my batteries. In fact, that's kind of the opposite of being racist, but okay, I guess I'll be banned from Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you make a great point how if everybody transitions to electric vehicles, then how do we power them all? And we're back to square one because right. it's putting a strain on the grid. Yeah, it's, it's so nonsensical. Um, once upon a time, I was a rapper. And mm. um, my first single as a solo artist, it was called Winner. And in this video, well, right before this video came out, I found out that China was making Nike sneakers with $2 an hour. Mm -hmm slave labor basically and these were women in sweatshops yeah and video leaked i forget what it was called behind the swoosh that's it behind the swoosh i remember yeah yeah so when i saw that i'm like wait that's black women black asian women so you know again like i said i was super pro black at the time and i'm like yo i'm boycotting nike and i'll never wear nikes again and i've never worn nikes again never purchased yeah. a pair um, so in my video, I'm burning like Jordans, like elite rare Jordans. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like it. Everybody lost their mind. Oh, how could you just, burn just Jordans? possessions, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, what was yeah. funny, bro. When I burnt those bread 11s, I felt pain. Mm. I had an attachment to these physical oh, items. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and. That was like one of my big awakenings was like, damn, I'm attached to these Jordan sneakers that much. Like this little piece of fucking, it probably cost them five bucks to make with another $50 in marketing per, per Jordan. That's so, that's so um, profound to find that about yourself though. Like it's empowering then because in so many ways, right now you just buy it, whatever kicks you want, whichever feel good, you know, like. I'm almost 40. I wear new balance now. I don't get, I don't care. Like they're grandpa shoes, but I don't care. They're super comfortable. And like, you know, like once you free yourself from that corporatism a little bit, sure. We all have our, you know, our thing or whatever that we like, but, um, it also frees up the way you spend and the way you look at money and the decisions that you make. Like, 
oh, you know, like, oh, I really like Coke or Pepsi, but, you know, I'll just drink the off-brand stuff. And by the end of the year, you make a bunch of decisions like that and you're, you're saving more money and you're, you realize that it doesn't really matter. It's like when people, I forget, uh, maybe 2010 or whatever, when it, when it kind of was really big, was people were cutting the cord, getting rid of cable. Mm-hmm. So many people are just addicted to having cable. Yes. Hundred and and it went from you know forty dollars a month, fifty dollars a month, hundred dollars a month, hundred and thirty dollars a month, the average bill at the time, hundred and thirty to hundred and fifty dollars a month. And people are like, Oh, then this thing comes around net called Netflix and Hulu, and they're ten dollars a month. And like there was a huge disruption in in telecom, uh, Time Warner, D- Dish Network, Direct TV. So everyone's like, Oh yeah, I just maybe I don't need to watch the show right when it's on. You know, maybe I can watch it later. This is why um, DVRs became so important. Maybe I'll DVR it and cancel out the commercials because we only have a finite amount of time on this planet. And my time is kind of like the most important currency I have. And it changed the whole industry. Uh, And then we got sucked back in with binging and all this kind of stuff. But for a moment there, it was pretty great. Yeah, absolutely. So around the time I was doing a Nike thing, I did something else. I started boycotting Walmart. Okay. Um, almost Plenty got of reasons to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was my activism moment, right? Boycott Nike. I was at Occupy Wall Street, boycott Wall Street, and boycott Walmart. But the funny thing about Walmart was, and I want to hear your thoughts and opinion on Walmart and Amazon. The funny thing about that was I found out like something like 97% of the items in Walmart were made in China. Mm-hmm. And then... What meant more to me was the blood sucking of Walmart in a local community (laughs) and how it comes in and completely destroys. I also took a job at Home Depot and I started, you know, I'm a young kid, you know, lower 20s. And the guy who works in the electric aisle, right, the plumbing guy, you know, they're all saying, yeah, you know, I used to have a plumbing shop, you know, I used to have an electric shop. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're 15 an hour wage employees for home depot for global corpo yeah yeah it's how do you it's funny how do you deal with that how do you balance all that because now it's like you can't go anywhere without you can't fix your home up without home depot i know now you have to because there are no small time stores and the small time stores so um where i live there's a chain it's not that small but it's called ace people in chat may know it i don't know if it's in jersey or not but yeah ace hardware Yeah. yeah So it's a chain, but it's still feel it's locally owned. So okay. like I go there instead of Home Depot whenever I can. But then sometimes you're like, bam, this shovel is eight bucks at Menards and it's 25 bucks here. And I can only bleed so much. Like I can only. So f- that's one of those things where I like I go to Ace for small stuff and stuff that I know will be cheaper because I, I lived in a, in a town of about 30,000 people and saw Main Street die when Walmart came in. It just, it took six months. Everything was gone. And like most of those shops we had, a lot of towns have these like historic downtowns, yes. you know, where they're like, you know, gone, gone. Wow. Like everything that we had a hardware store on there, we had all this stuff gone. And then five years later, Home Depot's there. And then Menards built across the street, literally. And we only had 40,000 people in the city. Then there was about a dozen little small hardware shops that all closed. So it's, it's soul sucking. I have worked for the place. I worked for Walmart for like three years. And um, that's a whole nother experience too, where they're like, Oh, oh get out of the door, Jeremy, you're 28.4 hours. If you work 28.5, we got to pay you insurance. <laughs> so like, I saw that stuff. I lived that stuff. 
And, um, you know, I remember saying like, I just need more money. Like, I don't care about the insurance. Just let me work more hours. Like, I don't care how you got to do it. And they're like, no, no, you got to get out of here. So yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, remember during lockdowns, you could go, you couldn't go to the funeral for your grandma or your father, but you could go to Walmart. Yes. And you could go to Target. And, and it was like, and McDonald's. And McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> McDonald's, dude. McDonald's. And I'm like, in the middle of a health crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you guys seeing this? I can't go to my father's funeral, but I can go to McDonald's. <laughs> and it was like, maybe corporations have just a little too much power. Yeah. Just, just a little. It, you know, the funny thing was about the whole McDonald's situation was, um, Oh, and I went too. I went because it was the only thing that was open. Right, right. All the little mom and pop restaurants couldn't open. Couldn't open. Couldn't open. Yeah. But the funny thing about that was they closed the gyms. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone got fatter and lazier and more heart problems. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to go connecting too many dots, but I think you see where I'm going there. Like, how are we in the middle of a health crisis with yeah. something that affects your respiratory system? Allegedly. Something we know that healthy people, it's like a very strong uh, factor in your favor that being healthy and working out makes you more likely to be able to, you know, defeat it. Yeah. Like, no, no, stay at home. Now, st <laughs> slow down, player. We don't need you going to the gym. Go <laughs> home and sit on your rear end, turn on some Netflix and consume. That's what we want. Go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Get some, get a Big Mac and consume. Go home. <laughs> we'll give you a paycheck. How much were you making? 18 bucks an hour. We'll give you 20. You don't even have to go to work. Yeah. Well, what about that, right? Like, that was insanity, dude. My wife had a good job. She made like, I think 25 bucks an hour at the time or 28 bucks an hour. And she only had to take a $100 a week pay cut to take a full, to take a layoff. I was like, that's, you're paying too much money. Yeah. Like, if you, if who's going to stay and work at Culver's or McDonald's for $12 an hour, they could be unemployed and get 18 or 19 or whatever for those. How many months? Right. So, so then look at the look at the trick that they pulled. So, first of all, uh, mom and pop shops that were open and, and survived some of the big corp, mm -hmm. um, their employees are now being subsidized by government. So these people can't even keep employees, right? Dude, do you know what that what the McDonald's is paying in my city just to get employees? And I don't live in a big town. Twenty two bucks an hour. To hire burger flippers. That's what this did, right? That's what all this did. Because people just, and it's like, oh, and oh, by the way, you think you're paying these burger flippers 22 bucks an hour? That isn't going to mess with your extra value meal? Mm. No. You know, your double quarter pound of cheese, no onions, is probably like went from six bucks to 11 bucks. Yeah. And like, and then people are like, what's going on with all these high prices? <laughs> you know what killed me was. <clears throat> They crash the economy and then the economy recovers and they go, oh, this is a great growth in economy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had Joe Biden out there like, just look at me. The market's never been stronger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Idiot. Like, we still, remember. You're still trying to come back to zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're still, it's still worse off than it was five years before that. But yeah, thanks. Going based upon rate of growth. Yeah, right. from, from from a negative point. 
Right. It's like, um, yeah, he took over basically a situation where it was a no fail and he still basically failed, failed, failed completely. But there are people that will keep voting. And by the way, I'm just so you, you, I mean, I am not a hard party line voter. I'm not, I don't consider myself conservative. Okay. I voted both ways. Um, and I voted libertarian. I voted, I voted for Obama. Uh, I voted for Trump and I voted for, um, who is that big libertarian candidate? Ron Paul? Was it yeah. Ron, Paul? Ron Paul? Yeah. And so like, I'm not, I'm not like a stooge for, cause I believe all politicians are garbage. Okay. But uh, you know, it's like, I feel like there's at least right now, one party that I know is going to make life worse for everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when you see New York, LA, has it, I, I, I wonder like, has it always been this bad and we're just seeing it now because everyone's recording it and uploading it? Maybe that's the case, mm-hmm. but yikes, I would never want to live in New York or LA. You could not pay me to live in those cities. It's, it's like a war zone. Yeah. I, I don't even understand it. Yeah. Well, what about the purge laws? Cause uh, I'm listening to some, some hip hop podcasts and the rappers are like, Yo, shit's out of control, right? Like you know where you're saying you're not sure what well, the rappers yeah. are saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to put funny police. police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you see that? Remember that uh, that bishop that got robbed? He had all those chains on in New York. He's like yeah. live streaming. Like this is this thing is like supersedes color. Like people just don't want to be getting like robbed all the time and having dealing with like terrible violence of people getting pushed in front of trains. Like I also believe that the lockdowns made people worse. I think that there yes. was like a contagion that that really wrecked a lot of people. Yes. And um, you saw that with um, a lot of these protests where things there were, there were a lot of peaceful elements to it. And then there was always like a section of like these people that just had so much rage. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I see these things in new york every day in la every day and uh, i mean there's just tennessee like some dude chopped up four other dudes because they were going to do a, get a lick or something they were going to rob someplace and they dismount i'm just like what is happening and like i really think that i'm not a religious man but i do i can kind of look at like humanity as a whole and be like man people just suck now yeah like there is people are angry and damaged and i think the lockdowns we're responsible for at least a small increase in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my super chatters. I appreciate you. We're going to get to the super chatters as we begin to wind down a little bit later. Um, so let's talk about your politics. So uh, voted for Obama, voted for Trump, Ron Paul. So you seem to be a very balanced approach to all of this. Um, what about Black Lives Matter? Were you ever a black box poster? No, I was not. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I thought, um, you know, I think any, what I fight back against now is being pigeonholed and compartmentalized. And, you know, I think it was like from the minute of like Black Lives Matter Inc. It was like, I think you go back to some of my earlier videos. I'm like, you watch this Patrice Colors. She's going to get rich. And she did. And she bought a bunch of houses. And where did she buy them, Hotep? Where did she buy them? She bought them in a beautiful white neighborhood. <laughs> 99.9% white gated community. So 
it was like, and oh my, it's all falling apart too. And I'm talking about the organization. Yes. Not about, you know, the idea. Well, real quick, uh, just yeah. so you know, BLMChapterStatement.com exists. Are you oh, okay. familiar with no, this? No, I'm not. I'm okay, not. Okay, there's a BLM. Is this the one about the breaking the nuclear family apart, stuff like that? No. Oh, okay. That's um under the that was under the uh, villages section of their old website. They cleaned that out. I exposed them in 2014 and 2015 when that came. To that's that. so weird. They must have not believed it then, huh? Or or was it? Do you think it was just that they maybe that they they changed their opinions, or was it that they got caught? I mean, I'm just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to look into BLMChapterStatement.com. Basically, what okay. this is, these are the chapters under Black Lives Matter Inc. Saying, listen. We ain't got no money from them. Where's the money? Oh, yeah. These are the different chapters. Philadelphia, New Jersey, D.C. The ones that were directly attached to the mothership. And they needed the most. Yeah. Needed the most and never got it. So it's not like you're just a white guy. You know, there's black people with Black Lives Matter mad at Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. I believe it, especially now that like more stuff's gotten out. You know, like I think that it was. It's like, um, like the culture war ruins a lot of things mm -hmm. and like something like black lives matter immediately turning into all lives matter immediately turning into, you know, this like divisive issue, you know, it was, it was a, a weird thing to watch as a white guy mm -hmm. is you gotta like really kind of be aware. Like I grew up, I mean, there was like, I went to the, one of the largest high schools in my state and there was like two black guys in the school. All right. So I, like I've, I know my blind spot. Okay. Um, but like, and now I live in the middle of the country and i see raccoons more than I see humans, which is actually better. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hold on now. Hold on. Wait a second. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Let chat. Hold on. I know y'all about to lose y'all shit. Oh. <laughs> you know, you can't put raccoons and black folks in the same sentence. Oh, right? I, I, yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. That's, uh, that's your first white supremacist talk a point. That's your first yeah, strike, Jeremy. All right. All right. I got two left. Yeah. So mask slipped. Allow, you know, apologize. But the, um, you know, I thought it was so, man, it sucked. I just felt like <laughs> rich white liberals were pouring money into something to prove they weren't racist, mm. which was like weird to me. Yeah. Like, I don't understand giving somebody your money to and all the corporations dude oh my god like why don't you pay your black employees more money why are you why are you putting five million bucks into some uh you know black box uh pardon the pun or the term but some like you know mystery box of of fundraising why don't you just pay your black employees more why don't you just hire more black people I, you, you make the change at the community level you don't make it at the corporate national or global level that it's just like all those big charities like red cross, right? Or at least they talk about like one penny or a fraction of a penny from these big charities, make it to the people that need it. Yeah. Same thing with BLM. I didn't see them out in Milwaukee helping local business. You know, I saw uh, Democrat politicians saying they support black lives matter, but like, I mean, I just, they're all, all, all these agencies, including black lives matter, were net negative uh, for everyone except for the people that were enriched by them. All it did, again, as a white guy, I felt like race relations have never been worse. Mm. And like, 
I don't understand why. Like when you go to like the nineties, um, I don't know how old you are because as I as I've been told, okay, I've been told black does not indeed crack. So you could be 60 and I wouldn't know. <laughs> but the uh I remember like in the nineties, like white guys who were like whatever would say like oh you know i don't see color or whatever you know mm-hmm. then it turned into this thing no you need to see color now you need to acknowledge as it and i was like what do you think like i felt like attacking people it was like the rhetoric change from hey i'm not racist to no 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 that's not enough you have to be anti-racist mm. i think that bred more hate yes i think a lot of like white folks look wait a minute you know like I'm not racist. And by the way, I'm sick of you calling me racist. And then it turned into something worse. Yeah. And so a lot of this like race grifting, while I do appreciate the grift, um, was, you know, I just, I was so, it was just, I don't know. I felt divisive, you know, yeah. uh, all the kneeling stuff felt performative. Like, Hey, you make a hundred million dollars a year. It's hard for me to think you're oppressed or feel, feel bad for you. Um, but maybe go and work in the community, you know, and like, take some of that money and be the change that you want to see instead of just kneeling and then expecting everyone else. To, I don't know, yeah. you know, expecting someone else to do it. I'm more of a, I, I'm not a big thinker. I'm more of like a practical guy. And I feel like if you take like these NFL athletes, NBA athletes, you know, I love sports. I've never thought of like, wow, you watch bat. I'm a huge basketball fan. Um, and then now I have to watch commercials and every basketball game calling me racist. <laughs> I'm like, I bought season tickets, and I don't know if you knew this, but most basketball players are indeed black. <laughs> so, like, I I never even th- like it made people. I never even thought about this stuff. Yeah. But then I had to watch commercials and all this stuff, saying, "Oh, well, wait a minute now, are you secretly racist?" And then it's like, okay, well, well you know what? I'm not buying season tickets, and that's actually what happened. Yeah. It was really the Hong Kong thing with the NBA, mm. but I was a season ticket holder. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Screw you. You know what? Okay. Sell, sell my seat to an activist that was, you know, and mm-hmm. again, like it all was tendriling off and all it did was cause more division, which if you're black pilled on it, you know, is what people wanted from the start. But yes. you know, I, I can't really put that, that devil on anyone like it per se, but division means control yeah, and you know and control means power and profit and money and you know i I just don't think our politicians democrat or republican really benefit from not being able to talk about racists Mm -hmm. yes there are genuine racists out there and they're pieces of garbage and i hope they see the light one day but if they don't i'm not slowing down for them and nobody else should either why should we stop and focus on people who are backwards right you know you should be and like so it felt regressive. Anyway, that was a rant, but um, it's the race. It felt, I, yeah, I never, you know, like I appreciate almost all grifts, but ones that like actively seek to div- divide people, it's like it really bothers me because I just feel like, you know, in the late '90s, did it feel like like we had as much racism as we do now? Mm. I don't know. I'm not black, so I can't say. But it sure feels like we didn't. Yeah, but. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Right. right. Um, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, go to grifties.com and vote for the quartering for I made a run. year. I made a run there for a little while. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened, man. Like bots had ransacked our 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 uh Yeah, app. things were wild. 
Yeah. I'm, we've been trying to work on it and get things under control. <laughs> and then, like, there's some, like, legit, like, negative grifters out there that other people on other parts of YouTube had nominated. And they just hate them so much that they voted these people to the top. Yeah, they know. didn't get they didn't get the grift. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Like, can, like Candace Owens should be winning. <laughs> Not, like, you know, I don't know, whatever, Joe Biden or whatever. Like, you know, it was, like, actual people that were bad. I was like... No, 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 no. This is supposed like this is about taking it back, taking back the grift. Like, yeah, that's um. But anyway, yeah, I enjoyed that website and uh, hope to one day, you know, it was an honor just to be nominated. I got it. I got to link you with my producer, uh, because we're getting ready to ramp up the grifties uh, next okay, year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll help promote that for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, but you know, in regards to this whole Black Lives Matter thing, all I saw was hypocrisy and bigotry, right? Let's start with the NFL. The NFL says we have to tackle racism. Okay, cool. But you won't allow a black person to own a football team. Isn't okay. that interesting? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, NBA, you want to tackle racism. But when, um, who's the brother that started the CBA and then they turned it into the yeah. D-League? Isaiah yeah, Thomas. Yeah, D-League. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. They yeah. completely just tarnished his reputation, got him away from that, t stole that from him and turned that into a D league, which is a feeder league now, which what it was before it was a feeder league for the NBA. Yeah. But it stood on its own more. It wasn't like under the umbrella. Right. Yeah. Got rid of that. Um, ice cube now was complaining that he was always kind of ice cube was always right there though. Remember when he came out and he was like, when Trump had that. And just so people know, I got my problems with Trump. I don't think he's the best president ever. But when he came up for that, that like plat, he had his like my platinum plan for blacks. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. But that's totally Trump, you know? And I was like, but like Ice Cube was like, hey, maybe we should check this out. And was like, whoa, wait a minute. You're not black anymore. You can't be. And I was like, this is what I mean. That, like, I was like, well, wait, do you want a president that wants to do something good for your community or not? And I'm not endorsing the, the plan, but it was like, they were like, don't even talk about it. He got so much blowback. He had to like back off basically and be like, I was just kidding. Yeah. He had to completely remove himself from politics. This is ice cube. We're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> yeah. Friday and boys from the hood in the black community. You don't yeah. get blacker than ice cube. <laughs> yeah. He had the crime of saying he just wanted to hear him out. It's not like he said, Hey, I'm with Trump on this. It's not what I, it's like, oh, well, maybe we should compare the plans because, you know, maybe one political party just expects black people to vote for them. Yeah. And like, maybe we should see what they're actually doing for us. Right. And, and that was enough, dude. Then they were like, no, man, you can't say that. It was, um, it was like crabs in a bucket. You ever hear that before? That's mm -hmm. another white guy thing. But yeah. like, yeah, but like, that's what it was like. No, no, get back down here. Don't look at that because we need to get him out of office. We need to get this other white guy in office who's going to do right by us. It was really weird to watch. So then the other thing is, you know, they're talking about racism in America, white supremacists and all this stuff. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, well, it sure is an Earl with the pickup truck, not hiring black folks. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Apple and Google. That's yeah. big corp. That. Yep was marginalizing black folks and NAACP had to bring lawsuits against Big Corp. NAACP wasn't going out after Earl with his Confederate flag, you know, no. who's just 
uh, you know, maybe has a landscaping business. And and yeah, and then maybe, maybe that's why Apple and Amazon all donated five five million dollars to BLM. Mm, I mean, right. maybe maybe that keeps the heat off. I don't know what the price tag is, but there is one. I have to assume because yeah. you're exactly right. Like you know, okay, you got some racist dude in your town that doesn't like black folks. That's not affecting the economy. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the corporation who has a thousand openings in like in the metro area that isn't going, you know, trying to help the community. Right. So yeah, it was. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. And then they're not injecting capital in a black business. And if they do, oh. it's like the black business that said that writes articles like black men are the white people of black people. I've that, yeah. I know it's funny that you. If you don't know, like that is an actual article. It is. I know that's. I mean, like if you were just sitting outside listening, you'd be like, "Come on, man!" No, no. I remember covering that article, and I was Did like, you? "There's only so much, you know. Like, there's only so much I can have a take on." Yeah. I kind of try to stay in my lane, but I was like, "What in the hell?" Like, <laughs> it's like if you're black and successful, you're white. Yeah. It's like the only way you can be black to some so these li- white liberals are like if you're poor, and mm-hmm. then and 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 like the they're purse puppies. You heard this term before, yeah. Okay. So like it's like that that's it's like, well, if you're black and successful, they don't view you as black. Right. Like people don't look at LeBron James as a black man. Um, liberals don't because it is a narrative breaker for them. And I do think it's unfair to use like professional athletes as an example to say, like, well, look at this black billionaire. Okay, you know, fine. He he's he's an athlete, you know. But like it's it's interesting to see when you see articles. Now I don't know. I think a, a black woman wrote that article, if I remember right. I can't remember exactly. Black man. His name is Michael. Black Harry man. Up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like when a white person writes that, like actually, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even be surprised nowadays. You wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah. If I wrote that, I don't know though. That's the crazy thing. I don't know if a white woman wrote that article. Oh, I think it'd be okay. It would yeah. be. It would be okay yeah. because like self-hating white women are like premium currency. They can say, you know, they are a very valuable tool of oppression and it's self-oppression that, that uh, they peddle in. And it's, um, and men too, like, I don't know if, if this is a phenomenon in other cultures or communities or races, but there certainly are a lot of self-hating white people out there, especially media. And um, I don't really know what, what drives them? Like, why do you think they write stuff like that? Like, you always see like, oh, white people are are bad. Uh, article number seven, written by a white person. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Why, why don't you just say like some white people are bad? Yeah. Or some, it's like they lost the. Uh, it's it's like it's okay to generalize by race when it's white people. Yeah. But other than that. It's not okay. So it just shouldn't be okay. You know, my thing is uh, Democrats want diversity of skin, but homogeneity of mind. Yes. That's a great way to put it. So, you know, you, 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 it's like, yeah, you're black, but how do you think? Well, that's what that, that saying, which I think is probably uh, frowned upon these days, but um, you know, they used to, used to talk about black folks quote, leaving the plantation. Mm Mm-hmm. Democrats like um, uh, Larry Elder or something like that, where like 
if you go and you speak against the Democrats, not only are you like uh, evil, but you're also like not black anymore. Yeah. Which is, um, I think, I don't know. It's, is it unique to the black community? I don't, I don't know where they'll do that to people. Maybe it's true of Asians and stuff like that too, but Mm -mm. it seems weird in in that, that, that happens. Like they question his blackness simply because he is a conservative. I mean, the dude grew up, I think in Compton. Uh, I think he had a, I think he like legitimately lived the life, you know? And um, like you said, they're like, no, we don't want you now because you're not the diversity we want. Right. Which leads us to Kanye West. Yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye. Where are you at on the Kanye situation? Did see you making a face? Where are you at on this? <laughs> Man, I would love to hang out with him one time. Okay, but like some things he say, he's wild. But then he, he I, there was a clip. I think you retweeted it today, where he, where he was taught. I think the tweet says something like tell me this isn't some fire tell me this isn't like one of the and it was kanye talking about like uh rap lyrics about um anti-semitism and rap lyrics you see this clip he's like yeah i can't Fuck repeat anything he's kill yeah, your, yeah right kill your nigga. <laughs> yeah 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 mm-hmm. that is like okay like it's a decent point but then also like it's dangerous water to tread when you're talking about again, like a group of people, because I I I believe in personal responsibility, right? And mm-hmm. like, you know, and like, therefore, you know, rappers are singing about what they want to sing about. Mm-hmm. And now maybe there's a certain degree of like, well, this is what's working, or maybe what what like person gets signed. Mm-hmm. Those days are a little different now in 2022. You can make it on your own, like. And people laugh about this, but it's really true. Like Kid Rock, like he legitimately, like, I can't say I'm a fan of his music, but that dude like made it big on his own without a label. And that was like pre-internet era. Mm-hmm. Now there are guys and gals who get super famous without a label ever. And in right. all music genres. And like, so I would hope that like the whoever's in charge, you know, can't control all the music that people listen to. Mm. Uh, Kanye's dropped a lot of red pills and I, and I may, and I may, and I reserve the use of red pill very, very sparingly nowadays, but also, you know, some things you just can't be <laughs> saying. I hear well, well you quick. better be careful in how you word it. That's all I'm saying. Cause he's gone like on this. Um, he went on the, who's the guy from breakfast club that totally cucked out. Oh, um, Charlemagne the Gods. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, Nori, no, Nori. Nori, yeah, yeah. And he, didn't he call in and like apologize for platforming Kanye or something? Like, yeah. Like 12 hours after beating his chest, talking about how he's got more views than the NFL or the Kardashian or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you got in line really quick. Like, I don't know who picked up the phone, but somebody did. <laughs> somebody, like, I was like, okay all right cool it's like every time like all right cool some people oh (laughs) like every time like somebody comes out against like cancel culture yeah you're like yeah and then just give it time yeah because you know someone's picking up that phone yeah and they're like listen player no here's what you're gonna say i'm sorry i made it you know i made it and it's always they always sound the same Mm -hmm. oh i shouldn't have platformed hate i shouldn't have done this or that 
And um, I'm more into what do you what do you think about Kanye's? I mean, maybe we don't talk about like a maybe not non specific, well, well, but like his recent run here. Like, well, well, well first, well, first of all, let me apologize to Ye. His name's Ye, and I. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he, you're no, right. I, I I've been guilty of calling him Kanye uh, for the past few weeks, and. I just found out that he legally changed his name to Yeah. I didn't know he legally changed his name You're right. to Ye. You're He's right. he yeah. like really cares about that. So I'm I have to get out of the habit of calling him Kanye. So yay. Okay. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Um you know what hurt me, bro? Hmm. Um I watched the interview, uh, three and a half hours, whatever it was with, with, with Nori. Watched it live. And I watched it because I knew it was gonna be deleted at some point. So I was like, let me get <laughs> to it now, right? Um I didn't expect Nori to apologize, although I wasn't surprised. What hurt me most was his selection of people he wanted to do his apology tour with. Mm. He said Sean King. Dude, I never. Yeah, he had to go to Talcum X to get like himself like you, a white man, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> but like I did. Yeah. And they also went on uh, Breakfast Club, I think. Right. Yeah, but it was on The Breakfast Club where he said, hey, you know, I reached out to Sean King. And it's like, huh. Nori, you are like a staple in hip-hop culture, an OG. Yeah. Sean King is a culture vulture. Yeah. He's yeah. a race pimp. Yeah. And and if you look at the kid, look at the guy's childhood pictures. You can't convince me he's black. No, no, he and he, even if he were the dude's a race grifter, which is the worst, like, you know what I mean? Like, even if he was, he doesn't really care about the cause, right? He cares about enriching himself, and it's so obvious, so obvious, I, yeah. Like, I'd rather listen, I'd rather he reached out to Homa, oh who's your wash your ass guy, <laughs> Tariq the Sheep. Oh, Tariq the Sheep, yeah, <laughs> I would, like, I yes. Tariq the Sheep. I don't like, okay, like, but like. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I cut you off, but yeah, that was, so that was telling, right? Like Sean yeah, King. That hurt me, that hurt me hard to know that he wanted to jump straight to Sean King. Like that was the first name out of his mouth. I'm like, is, and it wasn't the fact that it was Nori per se. It's the fact that like, is this where black culture is? That you go get your black card back from Talcum X? For Martin Luther King, yeah, that's, yeah, he's um, what? It was we. It's sad as as somebody who like. So when I look at Ye, I say you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Okay, I don't agree with everything he says, in particular the way he says it sometimes. But I understand the way his mind works and the way a lot of times he's talking is like a stream of consciousness. Mm -hmm. It's like if you do a three hour live stream and you're just like vibing and riffing. You might say something messed up, and then like after you get a second to think about it, like oh shoot, you know what I mean? Like let me clean I, that up. <laughs> yeah, but too late, right? It's out there now, right? And um, but I think that you know it, it's it's sad that you could have predicted that. Mm -hmm. Like you tuned you tuned in because you're like it was like when Trump was on with like full send or something like that. I don't listen to full send. I don't know anything about them, but like Trump's doing a live stream with some people and a I'm like, I'm watching it. Cause I know it ain't staying up, you know? 
and like um or like alex jones goes on rogan or something like you know what i mean like yeah I, it's just like i gotta watch it because i don't know what's gonna happen right but like um he i think like so have you seen some of the things he said like trying to like clarify what he was saying yeah i don't know if he's being like weaselly or if he really misspoke i only he knows that but like if you take that stuff out of the question yeah like if you take the the that stuff out yeah. everything else he said is based right. yeah, everything else he said is true yeah that you know that and like oh yeah oh like um getting deplatformed and getting you know your bank account you know removed kind of proved him right Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm-hmm. this man, I'm I'm telling there's at least a, there's a non-zero percentage that this man uh uh leaves us before his time. Mm. Because you start rabble rousing too much, you know, you got to go. I mean, that's you know, like you end up on a park bench all by yourself with you know three holes in your head that no one can explain. You end up hanging yourself with toilet paper, you know, this stuff. I mean, come on, like this yeah. stuff happens. I'm not saying it's going to, I can't, you know, I'm not going to point to anything specific, but I do worry about him. Yeah. Like he could do so much good. If like, I think if he just didn't do live streams, <laughs> you know, like if he just like, t- if he had an idea, if he had someone like you who'd hang out with him, yeah. And he's like ranting and raving and you're like, mm. okay, I'm going to, Yes, but like, <laughs> let's, let's figure not, out how to clean that up. Yeah, yeah. let's. You can't say that, right. okay? I'm not saying you're right or wrong, yay, but I'm saying if you say this, this is what he needs. So, if you say this, he will erase the other three hours and 29 minutes of a three hour and 30 minute truth bomb. If you say this, it will, and like, I feel like if you spun it to him that way, maybe he could understand. We know because we YouTube, right? Yeah. We say things like the jab or the coup or whatever, because we know what we have to say is important. Mm-hmm. We also know that the way you say things is almost more important. Absolutely. Because it costs you everything. It costs you your, your, um, your platform. Mm-hmm. And like he, he could do, I think he could do a lot of good in the black community. I also think he needs, I don't know. He needs to just clean it up and really try to formulate his thoughts. Trump was like that too. Yeah. Where he would just riff and say something really stupid. And I'm like, oh, like when he did the like, oh, thing to like a disabled (laughs) journalist. I'm like, bro, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, they're going to kill you for that. And and they did. And, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, maybe you say rightfully so, maybe not. I don't know. Today's world, we're soft. Mm-hmm. But like Kanye, I'm sorry, Ye has uh Yay, Yay. Yay, yeah. He I feel like I don't have the cred to call him Yay when I say that, but now I know it's actually his name, so okay. Yeah, you um, kinda have to, otherwise he yeah. otherwise he gets offended. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I don't I don't know him like that, so I never want to say it, but that is his name. Um you know, man, if he could just tighten it up, he's only got maybe one chance left because he wasn't banned, importantly, I think. He was not banned from Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, I don't think. He was suspended. Elon will bring him back. He was probably suspended for seven days. So he'll be back. 
He just needs somebody between him and the keyboard, just like Trump did, just like a lot of great minds do. Although, whatever, I don't want to put Trump in with great minds. You get what I'm saying? Like, just maybe cut this out because he, a lot of people look up to that guy. He's a billionaire, self-made, right? Business mogul. He's the American dream. So, so how do you feel about him purchasing Parler? Good business move. A great, oh, terrible business movie. <laughs> yeah, terrible, bro. Come on. Yeah, it's just huge waste of money. He would have been way better off buying Gab. Do you? Could you imagine what ten million dollars would do to Gab? You know, like. And, and the, ex- 10, the, the explosiveness M's. of that to the left. Yeah, right? Like, why you don't need to buy Parler? Because I, they already have huge trust issues. They have security issues. Their app sucks. Why in the heck would I want to go on that? Or he could have, you know, everyone's, our, the media is always saying that True Social's broke. Why don't you give True Social $10 million? I'm, I don't know what number he paid, but, you know, hypothetically, right. like, Gab is already set up from an infrastructure standpoint to literally be cancel free. True social is not parlor is not it's, I mean, it's on its own cloud now, allegedly, but I don't even know if it's their own servers and they still need the app store and Google play. So yay is not going on. there talking about, you know, certain like groups of people. He ain't talking about death, DEFCON too on parlor either Is it, <laughs> so i don't know what he was thinking i think that was just like a knee jerk like well, he's it, friends with elon why wouldn't he just wait until elon takes over twitter and then like figure something out well the ceo of parlor is candace owens husband i know i know so yeah and oh she he was just hanging out with candace the other day too <laughs> hmm. <laughs> like, i don't want to connect dots that aren't connected but hmm she posts in his White Lives Matter t-shirt, and then he buys... Uh, he has a, a agreement in principle. He has not yeah. paid yet. Right. I think if he can get out of it, he should. Yeah. That, that's bad money. I mean, what, I mean, what do you think? Uh, terrible, terrible decision. First oh. of all, um, he, he could have spent $20,000 and built the same app, right? <laughs> right, and not had all the stigma. Yeah. Um, who also- did, uh, did he do that thing? Who... who, who um, uh, you had to buy like their their stupid proprietary MP3 player. Who released? Oh, the stem player. Was that him? Yeah, he sold that. I think. Oh, okay. I was like, that feels like a network. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. <sighs> well, I don't know what he, I. I mean, I know what he was thinking. He was lashing out. Some some woman was probably in his ear, and yeah. who, who name whose who name rhymes with Mandis? He's like, hey. Here's what you should do: get my husband out of this bad investment, <laughs> and and like you know, I mean, more competition's better. But what does he know about tech? Yeah, I mean, he's just picking like the worst battle. You know, I, he has money, but there you can only money only gets you so far. You yeah. know, like you know, Parler had money, Getter had money, Getter's dead. You know, the only thing that's really is like the cockroach after the nuke is Gab. Yeah. And I strongly dislike their owner. Right. But like, you know, if pe- I always say in my videos, people want to talk about a true free speech Twitter alternative, it's Gab. It That's is the Gab. only thing that it is. You know, every other getter with their Chinese bots and their all this stuff going on. I mean, they're all bad. I thought it was very telling that Gab came out, 
was killing it. And then everybody decided to create a competitor. And it's just like, mm. why would you cannibalize yourself like that? I know. And that's the thing. I, I talked about that in the video today too. I was like, okay, I will use Twitter and, but I am not using Twitter and, 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 and. Like I'm not using true social, getter, parlor. No. Like we Can need we to centralize. One? <laughs> yeah. We have to settle on one. Yeah. And like, and to be honest with you, I mean, we're like days away from you just saying, screw it. Because if Elon takes over Twitter, then there's no point in any of the other one on the other platforms. They missed their opportunity. You know, like it's just, I think all anyone, I think all any, most people actually want, yes, you have those 0.00% of people that want to say whatever, wherever. Yeah. Yeah, we'll always be home for them. There's also these like uh, blockchain ones too. I can't forget. I, I tried one too. And it was Twitch. all people posting the N word, not Twitch. It was, uh, uh, yeah a blockchain social network yeah i like i created an account and they were like and the first post i got was like if you don't say the n-word uh whatever and it was like there were thousands of users and they're like oh it's just a meme and i'm like yeah i don't want that screenshot going around so no <laughs> i'm not doing it even if it is a meme chat will probably know mastodon's kind of like that it wasn't mastodon though yeah um it was something like mastodon chat will probably get it but Anyway, it was like, I installed the app and I immediately uninstalled it. I was like, no way. Mm. Like, this is where all the, so you have like that, per, that group of people, but most people just don't want to be suppressed. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fine with Twitter if I just, if I didn't get suppressed and they, in, and they enforce their rules evenly. Right. It's right. not that hard. Hold on. Let me, um, let me, um, fix Jesus Christ. The bots are here. Um, that's good that means there's people watching oh fuck I just lost the goddamn super chats because it changed the fucking thing god damn I'm sorry super chatters um, if you go to the if you go to the uh, in your YouTube back end I'm in the back end and that's where I changed the settings and it deleted my super chats no if you go to the monetization button on the left and then okay. and then across the across, it'll bring up a new thing it'll say channel monetization right Oh, wait. And then you see overview. If you just said super, so I'll be there. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Show me. You said click on monetization where? On the on the left. So go to your YouTube studio. Yep. And then you got dashboard content playlist, right? On the left. I have stream settings, analytics, viewer activity. No, go back to your go back to your main YouTube studio. Oh, YouTube studio. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and it'll be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. monetization, then supers. And you'll have oh, them there. I didn't know we could do that. So you're the you're the super duper YouTube guy. All right, cool. <laughs> I'll um I'll pull that up. Uh, yep, I see it right here. You want to read a couple while you're in there? I, I mean, um, I'll give you a minute. Uh, we'll we'll come back to them. We'll come okay. back to them. I see him right here. Oh, fucking awesome! This is great, man. I didn't even know how to do this. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so um, the thing with with the whole tech and alternative um social media stuff was um, I thought that it made sense to maybe wait for Elon to drop the Tesla phone. That way we're not subjected to Google and Apple stores. Yeah. And that would then, be a huge thing. Yeah. And then like, okay, now we control the distribution center, which is the uh, Tesla phone. And now we're on a proprietary device, which is an Apple or Google controlled. And then all now everybody build our apps there. And then now we have a real parallel economy, but you can't really say, you're a free speech app and like download my shit on Google. You can't. 
Yeah, and you yeah, you can't. And like by the way, it's not even like like I mean, you know this. It's like it's so much worse than that. You got to be like we don't allow hate speech, whatever that is. That changes every day. Right. You can't allow, you know, so it's like you can allow all the pornog you want though. You can have all that flowing through, but you can't have mean words. You're 100% right. Like people call me a Elon fanboy. It's because I know in my lifetime he's our only hope. Mm. Like you need that kind of money. You need fu money. There, there's a reason he partnered with T-Mobile, mm-hmm. and he has Starlink. Like you're talking to me on Starlink right now. Like, Emma, I? I use Starlink. Yeah, I use Starlink because I'm out in the boonies. Okay. So like, he's got the partnership with T-Mobile. What do you think's going to carry his Tesla phone? He'll he'll use T-Mobile satellites, and and like, as long as he and the hardware is irrelevant because it's all Android based stuff. People, right. you saw the iPhone 14 that that came out has uh they already have like huge uh it undersold because people are like yo you have me on this hamster wheel fourteen hundred dollar phones every year maybe I'm cool with my iPhone 13. Yeah maybe I'm cool with I don't know 90 megapixels on my Samsung phone instead of a hundred and like so and and by the way like for a chance to like have a new uh marketplace for apps people will take a, a worse phone people will take as long as it's okay, people people will be fine with it. Mm. And like, you're yeah, you that's what I'm waiting for is a, is a Tesla phone with his X app, which is all connected. And um, is it yeah, gonna be, be? Is it gonna be 100 proprietary? Or is it gonna be a Google phone? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, I don't know if they've said anything. I mean, there's so many great phones that are like. If you look at like the phones that people in China have, mm. they're like five years ahead of us, and they're like made by whatever. And he's got lots of connections in China. He he could probably get whatever, you know, X Y Z corporation there to make him a phone. That's true. You know, so like you know, it would be better if it was just Android based or whatever. But like, it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. If I just had like, and then what they have to do is like let me use Google Play still, like let me boot into both or something like that. But you're right, like. I think that they all jumped the gun and there should be a consolidation between like the free speech side of things have to pick, pick one and yeah. populate there. Cause otherwise they'll all die. Yeah. Cause you know, there's all these new networks popping up like rumbles one, right? I guess rumble might win that battle or whatever. They, yeah. I think they will. They launched monetization and like, my CPM on Rumble last week was very, it was about half of what mine is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But in five years on BitChute, I've never made a penny. Right. So it's like, okay, if they're selling ads, that's a real competitor. Yeah. They have all their own servers. They're, I think they're all down in Florida. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I think Rumble came along. They're not, they did an IPO not that long ago. They have real money behind them mm-hmm. and they will cannibalize BitChute, Odyssey, whatever these other ones are. Yeah. And I feel like that's still a win. It's maybe it's not ideal, but it's still a win. Yeah, because I'm looking at all the different social networks, right? And um, like even like Minds, right? Um, I'm not a big fan of Minds. I think Minds uh, leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I was in tech, and and Minds is just gold plating, gold plating, gold plating, hmm. right? And that's just the last thing you want to do when it comes to apps. Um, you actually want it just never changed in five years either. Like it's just kind of been the same thing. And yeah. it hasn't really added extra value. 
Yeah, and they're, they, they're, they're working on some things over there, which may or may not help. I'm not allowed to disclose, but, yeah. um, you know, uh, it, 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 but even the, the new thing that they're coming out with, I'm like, it, it seems to be like their last ditch effort to make a company out of that. And I don't think it's going to work um, because it's again, it's just gold plating. Um, and really, you're just making a Facebook clone. And it's just like, why am I just use Facebook? <laughs> because Yeah, well, you ever talked to um, Bill's a nice guy, like uh, Bill Ottman over there. Yeah, very nice guy has the right motivations. But you're you're right. It's just another Facebook, a worse Facebook that, um, you know, I can already say pretty much whatever I want on Facebook, <laughs> other than like, poof stuff, you know, like, yeah. I don't want another Facebook. I'm done right. with Facebook, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I my thing is before I leave YouTube or Twitter, I want to see who wins. Mm -hmm. And then after you win, I'll go there. Right. Like after mm -hmm. the rumble odyssey battle, you know, whoever wins that, then I'll join. Right. Or if somebody incentivizes me to join in the meantime, it's just like, you can't offer me what YouTube's offer me as far as discoverability is concerned. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and you ain't cut me no deals, you know, you, you haven't promised me anything. So it's just like, there's no really rush for me to do that. Um, yeah, there's a number, there's a number that I would be a rumble exclusive guy, you know, there's a number, there's incentives that exist, you know, like, I mean, if they want to pay it, you know, but otherwise until you get your monetization in order, until you get your discoverability in order, like you can't tell me go to rumble when I get 300 views a video and I average 150, you know, on YouTube, like, no, I'm not gonna, but you know, so holler, holler at me when you build the audience and when you can pay and then I will. Yeah. And also, you know, some of the features that YouTube has flushed out is such a super chat. They're adding a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the YouTube has added memberships, et cetera, et cetera, which is sort of the locals model. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, there's a long way they have to go and, you know, I'll just sit back and watch. I'm not a late adopter. I'm a late, uh, I'm a, I'm a early watcher. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You have your finger on your pulse. When there's new networks to come up, I go create my account and then I chill. Yeah. You know, I, I scoop up my, my account to make sure no one else can, and I cyber squat on it mm -hmm. until there's, you know, uh, a reason not to. I don't even do that. Somebody wants my my at like my at on Snapchat has been taken and I'm just like okay I'm Hotep Jesus too. <laughs> yeah, I used to have the quartering on Instagram and I forgot the password. Yeah, and like I tried so many times, just gave up, and now I'm like quartering yt something. I'm like oh, whatever. Yeah, know. yeah, like you know if you if somebody I feel like if somebody doesn't steal my at, I'm not famous enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, someone got it. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah you get the yeah, compliment. Right? Yeah. yeah. And um, if the network gives a damn about me, they'll get my at for me, right? Yeah, that's like, true. Like Gab got my at for me, right? Yep. That's good customer service. Thank you, Andrew Torba. Um, yeah. And he verified me. I love that. Um, and Gab is my primary alternate network right now. Um, mm -hmm. As it should be. There's yeah. really no other, there's no point in spending time anywhere else. Right. Because they're all flashes in the pan. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. What's going mm -hmm. on with that? I saw your video early on Kyle Rittenhouse. Main thing I'm going to talk about is you said the right grifting off the poor kid. Yeah, they are. I mean, I think everyone has. I think um, the thing with Kyle is like, this is an unpopular opinion, like in my space. The right really wanted that kid to be like a, you know, a hero. Yeah. 
but he's just a dopey 18 year old kid. Right. He doesn't know what the heck's going on. Um, you know, he is not a free speech guy. He's not a two A guy. He's just a kid yeah. who was, uh, you know, in a place where, as I word it, and this gets people like upset, but it's just my belief. He was in a place he shouldn't have been where he legally defended himself. Okay. Like, I don't think that he was beyond his legal scope, but like you're 18 years old, just stay home. Mm. That's what I would have liked for him. Okay. But like, I supported him, you know, I wanted him, I didn't think he was guilty. I thought, you know, but like everybody grifted off that kid. Joe Biden grifted off him, calling him a white supremacist. Again, he's just a kid. He's (laughs) not a free speech warrior. And then like TPUSA had him come out and the kid's just so awkward. He's got this girl now who wears a ton of makeup, who's got him on her TikToks and like, He's I said, so he got a, he got a little hottie grifting off him too. He got yeah, she's got a lot of makeup. I made some sort of comment about it, and then I I guess he got upset. But I I mean I'm just trying to help the kid out. Like, man, like everybody wants a piece of you. How many fundraisers did he has he put together? How many lawsuits has he filed? Zero. All I mean, like there's been a lot of money poured in there, um, and I don't think I don't blame him at all. It's like, he's just a kid. And like, he wasn't the, the 2A warrior that the right wanted him to be. I wish him the best. He started a YouTube channel. Good for you. Gun channel. Don't know why he did that. That's not going to work for him either. Like, he should just have a channel, like maybe just being himself. Mm. Maybe that will work for him. He's not a gun expert. He, he you know, he's not a 2A expert. He started a gun channel because yet another person probably told him this is what you should do. Right. Um, so I wish him the best, but uh, I've been consistently disappointed with the people around him mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, he's got civil lawsuits he's dealing with, you know, where's all this money going that was fundraising from that's, and they had no transparency at his last fundraising website. Like you just put money in, didn't tell you how much it was raised. I always think that sketch, like if you're fundraising, then you should be transparent on how much money you've raised. Right. I just think that that's, that's fair. Hey, Sean Kingdom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I wish him the best. I, I, you know, he's go, he first, he wanted to be a nurse. This is what every 18 year old does. I want to go to college. I want to be a nurse. I want to tell, Oh, I'm going to be a lawyer. I want to do, this is, He's not a hero. He's just a kid. Yeah. And um, I wish that the right would stop using him for like, you know, ooh, conservative two-way politician takes selfie with Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, just let the kid, you know, let him be. That's, you know, my opinion on him anyway. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Alex Jones. Alex Jones and his lawsuit. Was the lawsuit fair? A billion dollars? One out of zillion. I mean... You know, when you compare it to some of the biggest lawsuits in the world ever. Yeah. uh, Equifax leaking everybody's social, uh, what was it? Their credit score, their credit information. All these companies, Exxon Valdez, you know, with the oil spills. Nobody has ever been fined this much. So it is 2008 housing crisis. The the mortgage companies behind the bubble flop was, I mean, it was not nothing, but it was nowhere near a billion dollars. I think only one person even went to jail for that. 
um, it felt weird. Here's my, here's my, uh, my position on it. <sighs> this is going to sound cold, but does, do you really deserve a hundred and like, oh, you, you looked out the payments, right? Well, they broke out all the payments. Like this family got this, 115 million, 90 million, 200 million, because somebody came and like, was mean on your Facebook post. Like that's what the, the, now again, Alex Jones was wrong. And these people did suffer uh, harassment because of him being wrong. Okay. They deserve something. Okay. A hundred million. Forty million for somebody who wasn't even—you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Like, if he had to pay every one of those families a hundred thousand dollars, even, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But what's ninety million dollars? What's that going to do? First right. of all, you're never getting it. Second of all, like, it's not bringing your kid back. Sorry, I know that sucks. And it's cruel to say, but it's just so. Like, ninety million dollars for what? Well. It's to make them go away. Yeah. It's to take everything. And again, just so everyone who's clipping hairs, I believe he was wrong. He admitted he was wrong. And I also believe that a judgment would be in order because it kind of fits the textbook, um, like harassment, defamation stuff. Like if I said, hey, man, you know, hey, Hotep is lying. And, and then people start showing up at your house because of my video. You would be able to sue me rightfully so. Mm. Um, but like, what's your net worth? Just so, just in case. I'm, bro- I'm dead broke. I'm dead, right? <laughs> the, Damn. The, yeah. Sorry. I, I just lost everything in a tragic boating accident. Uh, the, I thought it was weird that like, it's just, it's like, man, come on. Yeah. Like, and plus, by the way, if you made it a reasonable amount, the families might actually get paid. Mm. So if it was about that, then you should have awarded a reasonable amount that could actually be paid. Right. Wasn't about that. Was about burying him, making a statement. You know, as far as I know, CNN hasn't had to pay for all their various <sighs> Russia gain, the the piss dossier, and all this stuff that they lied. And the pandemic. You know, yeah, the pandemic, all the things, all the misinformation that they spread by their own definitions. You know, Washington Post never had to pay for nothing. Fox News didn't have to pay for anything. But Alex Jones. <laughs> This dude's got to pay a billion dollars. All the newspapers that ran with the WMDs so Mm. that all the parents could send their 18-year-old kids to go die in the desert for oil. None of them got sued. And it's like, when you put all these things together, some of the worst fleecings that have ever happened in this country from a media. But Alex Jones? Yeah. A bill? Like, I don't know. It's just... I think it was a message. It was a message to anybody uh, on aligned on the right to say, hey, look, you know, you are an enemy and we will come after you. We will destroy your life. Yeah. And I mean, I think that is what it was ultimately. I mean, that's what the settlement was about. Right. I don't know about the, you know, the original lawsuits may have started like. You know, from what I what I didn't follow every little bit of the trial, but I'm aware of the, the defendants. And it's like a couple of Yahoo's, like the one guy they put on the press thing was like, oh, I, I put a memorial up to my daughter on Facebook and some Yahoo's came on there and was saying, you know, it was all fake and whatever. $100 million for that, bro? You should see what people say to me every day. For real. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, 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 
I don't know. He should have paid something rightfully because they were able to attach the harassment to his audience and his stuff, but it wasn't about that. And it was never about that. He didn't get a fair trial at all. Either. That judge was a joke. Yeah. That judge was a joke. At least pretend. At least it's like, at least pretend to care. Right. I think or, I mean, so I pretend to be impartial. Impartial, that's right, I mean. right, yeah, right. That's yeah, I mean. yeah. I know yeah. what you meant. Yeah. She cares. That was for sure. <laughs> I, I, I think they set a precedent. And we saw that recently with uh Kanye West and Same thing. the alleged right? lawsuit $250 million from George Floyd's family. The brother gave two million dollars unsolicited <laughs> to the family. To the family. And now it's just like, man, some people really are just trash. Like this dude gave you 2 million bucks. All right. I think it was for kids college fund or some, some insane amount of money. Yeah. And now you want 250, by the way, you can't defame the dead. So they ain't winning that lawsuit, but like <sighs> humanity never ceases to disappoint me. Like at any turn, it's like, Oh, Okay. So now I'm supposed to believe you're all broken up about it, but you want more money. You like you got two million bucks. Your family, you're he was buried in a solid gold casket. You never have to worry about money again. And now you're like, oh, Kanye West said said something we don't like about him. So we're gonna two hundred fifty million. And 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 that number, I think, was inflated. Because of the Alex Jones case, like, oh, a billion? Oh, oh we yeah. Could definitely a billion, get a yeah. quarter million from Yeah, Yang. come on. Yeah, at least. Yeah. 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 And they'll never win that lawsuit. Some scumbag ambulance chaser probably told him, like, hey, you know, he'll just settle. If Ye is smart, he won't settle. And he's going to take back that other $2 million he gave to him. If, he can, if there's any way, shape, or form, he can do it. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, anytime money gets involved with this kind of stuff, it makes me question what motivates somebody. Indeed. Like, do you really care? Right. Do you, do you care about that? Or if, if I said that, I mean, a million people said what Ye said about him. They ain't suing them. Yeah. And who starts the conversation? Obviously, the attorney that's going to get a cut. Yeah. He's yeah. seen it. He goes, hey, family, you know, I can get you paid. <laughs> it's not like right. the family called their attorney. No, yeah, exactly. That's not how it went. Someone called them was like, hey, you don't have to do nothing. I'm just yeah. going to file this lawsuit. Like, they're not getting paid. And, and yay, better. Don't fail me, dude. I do not give these people any more money. Please. I want to see how he spends that. Um, <laughs> last topic, then we'll go to Super Chats. Ukraine. Um, mm. You support the war in Ukraine? Should Absolutely we... not. No? No. Wow. No, dude, I don't support any foreign wars that aren't protecting my own borders. Mm. Like, and and this, in my opinion, the Ukraine is just a proxy war. I mean, you want you want another question to ask me who I think you know? Ask me how I think that hole got made in the pipeline. Hmm, I wonder who did that. But like, the I don't know. I absolutely don't support it. It's like, man, we just got out of Afghanistan, and you just couldn't wait. You just couldn't wait to start another war, man. Let's get, let's get right on there. No, no, but American people will be okay with it. We'll just spend all their children's money. We'll burn through billions of dollars. Um, we can't build a wall to protect our borders, but we can send a hundred billion dollars to the very same people that our mainstream media was calling literal Nazis two years before. But you know, people don't remember that. If you remember the headlines, 
about the Ukrainian leadership at the mainstream media was not very fond of them. But now it's like, oh yeah, let's give a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, come on, Putin, Ugh, Putin. I'm supposed to be scared of Putin. That's the other thing that's really exposed, man. I'm telling you, which is it? Is Putin the world's most scariest evil villain? Dude can't even take over 20 square miles of Ukraine. <laughs> He's got old geriatrics. They're talking about they're getting homeless people in geriatrics to serve in his military. Why do I, for the last 10 years, you told me you Russia was the, you know, the big bad. Yeah. What, what are they doing? Like, so no, I a hundred percent don't support I had, it. I had, I had Seb Gorka on last week and Seb told me that, um, Putin's a bully and uh we have to support ukraine and 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 putin and putin is the is the one behind Nord Stream pipeline because he it was a false flag operation well that sounds like some sweet war propaganda to me <laughs> i you know what you know what we have to do freaking nothing <laughs> we don't have to do anything i i'm i, I like but I'm putin's a you, big bully fine <laughs> when he invades my when he when he when dude wants to roll up on new jersey i'll arm up for you and i'll come over and we'll defend but like i i can't stand i'm i'm dead serious the number one reason i voted for donald trump is because he said no more foreign wars mm -hmm. that was the i didn't care about any of the you know clam grabbing any of that, i didn't care no more foreign wars i was in to give a tiny bit of context that i was 18 when 9 11 happened okay. so a lot of my friends signed up to go die in the desert for WMDs. Okay. And like, I never, ever wanted, you know, sending my, send young men and women nowadays to go die for oil in other countries. It's ridiculous. We have a massive veteran homeless problem. We have our VA needs help. We, we don't take care of our soldiers when they come home. Uh, you know, we have homeless problems. We have a border security problem. We have all these problems like, let's just go. So we didn't have how many billion do they need for the wall? Three don't have it. Well, here's a hundred billion Ukraine. Oh, America, you got terrible inflation. Oh, that sucks. But we got to stop Putin. Like I just, this is the, this is like the, another one of those like touchy topics that I've just stopped giving a crap about. Like, yeah, I have Ukrainian viewers and I tell them, you know, I love you as a viewer, but not a dime more. Mm. Never should. And no, oh, never mind the fact that freaking Hunter's got all the stuff over there really makes the noggin jog, you know, gets that noggin jogging. But like, oh my God, I can't stand it. Like, no, the United States does not need to be the world police. It's half the reason we get all these people who, you know, blow themselves up because of the things that we do in foreign policy, mm -hmm. right? So like, I'm not going to go Hassan and say America deserved it, but I'm saying like, this is, you know, we're meddling in all these other countries. Mm -hmm. This is why they hate, you know, this is why they hate the United States. So what, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think happens in that region um, after uh, we pull out, you know, and, and or stop the aid or the war is stopped? And, and, and I'll give you what I think will happen. Yeah. Um, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be um, the Nazis going to end up with a whole bunch of weapons and then we're going to have to go back out there. We're going to have to fight Nazis in like 10, 20 years. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. You're exactly right. There's people. 
there's somebody posted this picture on Twitter of like this woman carrying like a, a, a RPG, a thirty thousand dollar RPG. I'm like, what the heck does she have that for? I'm like, how many? How much? Yeah, and uh, same things could happen in Afghanistan. We left the Taliban with freaking billions of dollars of top tier U.S. military equipment. What do you think they're going to do to those neighboring countries when they start having some problems with them? Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane that we spent all this money arming them. Now we got Iran giving Russia kamikaze drones, mm. which is a new late development. Mm. So what, now we have to start fighting Iran too? Mm. You know, like Joe Biden's in, in all those war hawks just in the White House, like, White House, like furiously masturbating the idea that be able to start another conflict with Iran too. Mm. So like... Um, no, I am a, I am an, I am in this particular case, a no. I mean, there's not in my lifetime there hasn't been a thing that I think like, oh man, America should really get involved. Let let somebody else. How about this? Can can we get a break? Can someone else handle it one time? <laughs> one time. What they is don't. Europe doing? Europe is in their freaking backyard. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> It feels like history's repeating itself. <laughs> well, yeah, right. We're just doing it all. We're just we're from one endless war to another. Yeah. And it's like, what what's the end game here? The yeah. United States mobilizing against Russia? Right. That's the only end game. Yeah. So, I mean, just get after it, Joe. That's what you want. Let's go, right. Joe. Let's go, yeah. Joe. Where's Russia? <laughs> I just want my ice cream. <laughs> No serious boyfriends till you're 30 now, little girl. <laughs> My homegirl Lauren's in the chat. She's a big fan of yours. She was very excited when she found out we were going to do this interview. All right on. Lauren, did it meet your expectations? I hope it did. I hope it did. I hope, I hope we did a good job tonight. She's, she's having fun. She's saying you're What do you hate? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. It sounds like we might agree on the Ukraine thing. I just want to get your take on it. Huh? Um, it sounds like we might kind of. I mean, what do you uh, think? No, let's uh, support Putin and Putin's <laughs> a bully. And yeah, yeah, okay. Viva Zelensky, okay? Yeah, yeah, right. The Hollywood actor. <laughs> he was a comedian, okay? He was uh, a comedian. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, he's the best leader of our time. And they had, uh, I love all the pictures of Ukrainian politicians mm -hmm. who were leaving with literal suitcases of USD. Like, they had, like, suitcases of US dollars and, like, dark chocolate for whatever reason. I remember seeing these. I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, homeless guy. You know, we got eight thousand homeless in Milwaukee. We can't, you know, it's going to be a winter time. We can't house them. But uh, yeah, here you go, foreign country. And oh, and it, where did the money go? I don't know. I don't know. We gave them fifty billion. You had this dude Zelensky being like, "We talking about preemptive strikes yeah. against Russia? Get the get this get get him out of here! Like, yeah. get out of here with that! You got to do another Vogue photo shoot with your wife, bud, and go talk to Ben Stiller more." You know what kills me is the black folks who talk about reparations who are all for, you know, supporting Ukraine. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yo, Zelensky got your reparations, dog. Yeah, he got him. He got him. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> all Biden said, yeah, hey, we'll take a look at it. We'll pass it yeah, well. to take a look at it. <laughs> yeah, we might refund your student loans too, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But you know, my favorite meme about the student loans one was the people finding out that that was a taxable income. Was like, it? Yeah, they taxed it. <laughs> no way. <Yeah. laughs> so be like, you got I'm to pay taxes on that? 
Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. <laughs> that's worse than when Biden said, um, we're going to forgive all the people for uh, marijuana possession or federal marijuana possession. Yeah, seven times. of them. All seven of all them. Seven. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. I bought a fell out of my chair when people are like, yeah, and by the way, I'm a legalizing guy, just so we're clear. Right. But like, dog. Like nobody How goes many, to federal prison. Nobody. For unless you cross state lines with an eighth or like a quarter sack, you cross a state line and it was like your third offense. Yeah. Like there's nobody in, in prison for that. Yeah. It's all for distribution. Like possession. Right. Yeah. Like, no, that shit usually gets knocked down into a misdemeanor. They're not putting you in federal prison over weed. <laughs> they, it just doesn't happen. Oh my God. Um, let's go to Super Chats, man. David Z and Tara, appreciate you, bro. Um, Tony the Gunslinger, he said, uh, yo, shout out to these two Griff Kings, two of my yeah. favorite people. We yeah. out here. What up, bro? Yeah, I appreciate it, yeah. Art Dog, he said, uh, for my Tuesday night homeschooling session, appreciate you, man. Hey, yeah. Uh, David Fox, hey, Jeremy, Uncle Hotep, uh, didn't want Don Lemon playing an elf either. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I think he's talking about Lord of the Rings, uh, that oh. Amazon TV show. The guy looks like literally looks like like Don Lemon. It's it's cracked. If you can't you can't unsee it. Yeah, Uncle Hotep says, "Man, I don't want no niggas in Middle Earth." <laughs> <laughs> I man, I, for years I read all these articles though that said the orcs were were black people. I read all these articles from white people that said uh, Tolkien's actually secretly racist because the orcs are black. I'm like. Wait a minute. Let me just unpack this for you. So I'll be real quick. You look at orcs and see black people, huh? That's pretty. It says everything. Right I mean, there. I never have thought that in my, if you like Google that orcs racist, there are probably a dozen articles written in the last two years. It's like, no, no, you look at orcs and think that <laughs> you're racist. I mean, like, that's okay. Like, at least you, at least you admit it. That's wild. Um, inside of the ages that poke kids are just as smart as white kids. Oh man, I remember oh. when Biden said that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know how people voted for this guy, man. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know either. And I it's like I don't even like to think about it because it makes me so sad. Word. Mountain man with the big boy super chat. Oh yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's always big donator. Uh, hi, Hotep. Heard of you through Jeremy. Oh, dope. Uh, yeah. Great to be here. Uh, Occam's razor, basically this: all things being considered, the simplest answer tends to be the truth. Okay, mm. so to me, I you know that's a priori. Okay, um, How's it a priori. What is that one word? Uh, it's two. It's Latin. Oh, okay. Which okay. basically means the same thing. So there we just swapped a little bit of knowledge, right? All right. I got so, learned. Yeah. So you got a priori, now I got Occam's razor. Um, which I'm gonna uh, use it tomorrow. I'm always whenever I lose it, learn a new word, I gotta use it right away, otherwise I'll forget it. Otherwise you forget it. Yeah. I might make a whole video around it. Just <laughs> that one word, I'll find a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that a priori is my new word. Oh, uh, now I got <laughs> Occam's razor, so we're gonna interchange them. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, that's how I felt about the whole pandemic. I'm just like, this is an Occam, Occam's razor moment, man. Like, right? Yeah. I don't need yeah. to go look up 
the validity <laughs> of the inoculation. It's it, this shit just sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, you mean they? You mean they? Light. It was literally Operation Warp Speed. Do you want me to put it in my veins? No, thanks, player. I'm good. I'm good. I'm a hundred pounds overweight, and I'm still good. I'm fine with that. And they were like, "Oh yeah, we want to give it to black people first. And it's like, "How is that? No, the Tuskegee Airplanes. Yeah, like, I was yeah, like, black people to the front of the line. I'm like, we've been here before. I'm like, nah, you know, this is the one time where I, you can be racist. Yeah. You can have my spot in line. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'll um, donate mine too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not putting that stuff in my body. Um Inside the Ages, great collab. My manifestation energy is on point. Salute to Inside of the Ages. Mm. Um Inside the Ages. I also had on uh, last week I had on Dank. I saw, I watched that, yeah. Yeah, Dank. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. You guys are I awesome. do I yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Don't you guys have a show together, right? We do on, on uh, when Wednesdays occasionally when we don't forget. Because <laughs> he's he's so I do I do the show with him and Baring. Yeah. So he's plus six, and Baring's minus six. Mm. So it's like midnight for Dank, and it's like six a.m. for Baring. Mm. So usually someone's got something, you yeah. know. It's, That's but yeah, possible to make happen. It's nearly yeah yeah. Um. Inside Ages Nuclear would make it too cheap. Ends the oligarch. The oil. Yes. He says oligarch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I had a um a gentleman, Schneider, Mr. Schneider, came on my channel and he was breaking down nuclear energy and he he blew my mind as to like yeah. you know, like Fukushima. He's like, Do you realize like that has no effect nearly on the environment like it's like 0. 0.002 and it's not going to hurt anything and i was just like wow i didn't know it um mm -hmm. but yeah I, my mind was blown when he started giving me that information the reason people look at people look at chernobyl and they think that everything would be like that but that you know chernobyl is that bad because uh i don't know if you saw the documentary but they didn't tell anybody so like it was mm. leaking for, for days before like even their own people in their own city the government didn't say anything yeah that's why and i'm i'm i assume we're better at handling that you know 50 years later or whatever too yeah um but he also said uh chernobyl like there's grass and trees are growing like the place is fine it's inhabited yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's basically i mean i, I think i watched um I used to watch this fishing show that uh, allow me to be extraordinarily white here uh, called River Monsters. Oh, I love that and show. Said, yeah, Jeremy Wade. Yeah, or, yeah Jeremy Wade. Oh, I'm Jeremy Wade. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think he went fishing there like mm. 10 years ago. It was like catching fish and the fish didn't have three eyes like on the Simpsons yeah. or anything. So, I mean, I'm not saying anyone's trying to move back in, but you know, time heals a lot. Yeah. You ever watch Naked and Afraid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I just discovered that and yeah. I can't stop watching it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I know they leave out a lot. But yeah. it's, TV. it's okay to suspend it's okay to suspend belief for a little while, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. just that's the thing, like I critique a lot of modern so like um here's a I don't know we're running out, but I'll share this because it's it's a nugget I try to share with my viewers. Mm -hmm. Most of my all-time favorite musicians would probably hate me, mm. but I just like don't care. Like I listen to their music and I enjoy it. And the same with like television and and other. Life is short. Like mm. people are like man, I don't want. Oh, I really want to watch football, but man, they. It's like man, just you know what? 
just watch it skip the commercials or whatever like yeah. it's okay to like consume once in a while like you got you can't hate if you hate everything like it's a pretty miserable existence yeah you know, it's you, you know um i had my heart broken um i was a big fan of black star okay. and um yeah you know, uh, around Black Lives Matter, I'm exposing Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Talib Kweli started following me at the time and he invited me to his home. So this is a big moment for me. I grabbed that is a bi- yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal to me, right? Because, you know, this is somebody I looked up to for a really long time. So I grabbed two of my homies, went to Brooklyn, and they're like, wow, we're going to see Talib. We sit down, we have a two three hour discussion we're fucking smoking blunts with Talib Kweli yeah. yeah two weeks later the guys on the internet lying about me saying things I didn't say in the meeting and um, and I'm just I can't even listen to Black Star no more cause it's just you can't well that's more personal it, yes uh, yeah yeah that's that's a yeah but like there are like I had like a, a really um I listen to like a lot of like indie or folk music okay and I know that's probably shocking but then like um the uh I like a lot of those bands went through like TDS mm-hmm. and like they were doing the whole like look, I mean, whatever. I listen, I don't care who they who you vote for, but like when like two tracks on your 10 track record are like literal Trump derangement syndrome, I'm like, come on, man, this is not gonna age well. Yeah. Like you, there are no all-time great records. There will be zero all-time great records yeah. with Trump diss tracks on them. It yeah. just will not. And, and, um, yeah, so musically, you know, most of the bands that I listen to are extremely progressive mm-hmm. and like, well, I guess other than country music, maybe there's not a lot of conservative in mu- music industry. Maybe, I don't know. That's probably not a fair assumption. There's mm-hmm. probably all sorts, but the, um, yeah, I just have to like, I've had a couple of them like block me on Twitter. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah. Uh, you had a new record coming out, and I really wanted to enjoy it. But man, I can only cuck so much. Like yeah. I can't give you money now. I just can't. I remember I loaded up Buster Rhymes album, huge Buster Rhymes, still a big Buster Rhymes fan. Yeah. He was talking bad about the mass. I got the track two, and then I heard the TDS, and I was just like, ah. I never went back to the album. Wait, didn't he just pass away? Who, Busta? No, not Busta. Who had a heart attack? He was, um, what the hell? Who? He's a, a famous rapper from like that same era. In the oh, 90s. yeah. Um, it wasn't Busta Rhymes. No, I remember that. No. When I heard that dude, he was like the fastest dude I'd ever heard. Like mainstream like rapper, but obviously then it became fast rap. Became a Chat, big who thing, was but. it, man? I, yeah, I know you're talking about. He was too young. He was like, uh, isn't it sad that the first thing I'm like, and this is whatever, I'm always like, hmm, I wonder if he has any tweets about getting the jab. Yeah. Like, oh, Coolio. not DMX, Coolio. Coolio. Yeah, 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 Coolio, yeah. Coolio. So he was younger too. Yeah. Young, I mean, for, you know, for to be croaking off. Right, right. Um, Harbinger, you said electric vehicles uh, kind of have an expiration date on them. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steph Colonel, he said, uh, there is currently a digital billboard at city hall in Newark, New Jersey, biggest city in New Jersey, uh, in one of the bluest States that has a stop Democrat bigotry against Hindis. Really? Interesting. Wow. Yo, I'm, next time I go down there, I'm going to give me a picture of that. Wow. Um, 
Steph Colonel Kanye uh, turned drink champs into drink chumps. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but when you watch that interview, I mean, that dude must really command a room like nobody ever has. Yeah. You know, like they're just, you know, like, I wonder if anyone like maybe should, I don't even know. Like, I don't know if anyone in a room with him, like ever interrupts him. Mm-hmm. Like he just, you know, he, well, they that said- can be troubling too, though. That could be not good for you. Well, they said when he walked in the room, he said, if you guys turn the cameras off on me, I'm going to walk out. That's what he said. So I think they had some fear. I think Nori had some fear of losing the grift. Uh, Okay. He wanted that content. Yeah. You know, and I think I got to blame it on Revolt Mm. because um, Revolt cut that snippet of of the George Floyd comment and published it as promo for the interview. And when well, I they knew it would be inflammatory. Yeah. Yeah. They knew. Yeah. They were submarining it before they ever had a chance. You know what I'm saying? Cause at least, and then they said, you know, so, so the community was saying there was no pushback, but if you watch the whole interview, Nori did push back on a lot of Kanye's points. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. Like they should have just let the interview come out and let people draw the conclusions and they might've still clipped that part. Right. Yeah. But, you know, uh, so so what Nori said in the Brexit Club interview, he said, look, uh, we're taking back control of who's cutting the clips because Revolt cut the clips. And I knew that happened. I knew. Revolt oh, cut OK. Clip. So he was saying something there without saying something, too. Like he was saying, you know, th- the thing is, like um, a lot of a lot of now, I don't know how many people in that room talk about these kind of issues openly or not right i imagine dude comes in there like a flamethrower yeah and you're just like along for the ride right. like oh i'm talking about these people just this, this and this and this black people are the real jews and then oh by the way like at some point you're like oh okay well i'm just gonna sit back because i can't literally stop him you know so mm-hmm. you know the idea of like moderate you know they did that with um one of the worst times i, I don't know if you watch this like shout out to tim no no disrespect to him but when he had Alex on, it was like the worst thing I ever saw because they kept trying to like stop him because they were so afraid that he was going to say something. Yeah. And like even Alex was like, ah, and he like pounded the table because they kept cutting him off. So like people that are that just that wild, you just got to let them run. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta give them, you got to give them free reign, man. Just let them go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Damn, I had a point I was going to make about the, um, it'll come back to me. Um, Inside of Ages, gross how they vied with Ye, then deleted coward. Yeah. I, Every time. Just get used to it. Every time someone stands up against the machine, they're going to let you down. I, I could count on, and it would take more than one hand to count on the number of times I put out a video, and I was like, mm. Yeah, he said it, man. He said it. He's our guy. Hashtag our guy. Yeah. And then the next day, I'm like, damn, he folded. <laughs> like, right. It's just every time. I want an invite to the apology tour. I, I want to clear my name. Can I get an invite to the apology yeah. tour? I, I might be the only person like volunteering for the apology tour. Just so I'd I like can... to go on Breakfast Club and talk to talk to Charlemagne a little bit. Oh, that'd be amazing. You know, vibe like you know, he's got. <laughs> He's got some pretty, he's said some wild things over the year, Yeah. over the years, but he's also said some stuff that's pretty based. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember him shilling for Hillary Clinton. I remember him looking the other way for a lot of Democrat shills. And now he's trying to pretend like he's fighting the power. Like, I see you, man. I I know. He's playing again. I listen to the Breakfast Club. 
I, you know, in the mornings, watch your YouTube clips. I know what Charlemagne's up to. And like, mm-hmm. he, he, uh, he is also not hashtag our guy. Well, he's not our guy at all. I mean, yeah. he is, uh, he's got some interesting opinions he, he about people of other colors. He waited till Biden tanked the economy to say Trump was a better option. Yeah, he yeah, right. Well, that's because they're all cowards. Yeah. His 401k went down a little bit. And now he's like, oh yeah, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have voted. How many people here's a here's a fun fact I like to ask people. How many people in the NFL do you think voted for Joe Biden? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, dude, come on, man. Like you can't tell me that. You can't tell me that these dudes who are making a hundred million dollars. You trying to tell me. That Kevin Durant voted for like if all we need like all we need is a non flat earther to come out and support somebody other than the establishment and then stand by it. Yeah, Durant, not not Kevin Durant, Kyrie, 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 like, Kyrie, Irving. Kyrie could do it, but man, his his flat Earth stuff. Like yeah. if you get off that, then like it's just I just can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. I remember I was gonna say um, Nor- he's also based on the jab, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> based on a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the whole um drink champs thing, they don't usually don't talk about politics. And I think oh, okay. I've never seen the show before. So yeah, they, they usually never talk about politics. They usually talk about like hip hop history. Okay. Um, but you know, going back to uh what you were saying about our favorite artists, I usually don't blame them because I know they're in a bubble and uh, me having my short stint in the, in the music industry, um, you don't have time to do anything other than the music industry when you're in entertainment, right? So you don't have time to sit down and even start to understand what's happening. So I don't really fault them for their ignorance. I, I just, I fault them for not being quiet. Like just be quiet because you haven't done the studies, but don't pick a side when you haven't done the studies. Yeah. That's why I crack up about it. You know who is kind of close to getting based here and there too? Like, was it Nicki Minaj? Oh, yeah. Like, she couldn't be dumber, but like, she's also said like some non-establishment things. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's so close. And Cardi B too. Like, oh, that, that I might be mixing them up. It's either Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. You talking about Cardi? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, man, she's she's right there. When like, she when she started talking about New York taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she pay once you start. Pay, that's what I mean. Like you start paying those taxes. You start, you get pretty, you get pretty bait, pretty woke on, on the reality pretty quick. Let me um ask you this. I know we're wrapping up, but somebody, somebody challenged me on. Um, so I've often excused uh, Ye's like his kind of like rants as like a manic state, pseudo manic, or maybe actually manic. And so then I try to excuse and say like, okay, well maybe you shouldn't have said like, oh, these people are controlling me. But like, I'm trying to say like, oh, he's just, his mind works too fast for his mouth. And, but then, um, I think it was, uh, I was on a podcast, I think it was um, Sargon on Sunday or something. He said, now hold on a minute. Um, how do you think it feels? And so he countered me saying, Hey man, like he, he said some crazy stuff, but he's also some base stuff. He says, how do you think it feels to be like one of the richest men in the world? And in particular, a rich black man who everyone around you is calling you crazy. Mm. Everybody around you gaslights you Mm. 24 Mm seven. Like, wouldn't that make you crazy? (laughs) Like the dude pays his taxes, right? Mm -hmm. The dude has employees. Mm. The dude, like 
Like, and then everybody around from the Kardashians to the, the music industry, whatever, they're all like, no, yay. Like, no, this isn't it. You're crazy. You're crazy. That he says is like, that is enough to drive a man crazy. And I was like, oh man, maybe let me think about that for a minute. Cause there's something there maybe. Yeah. When it comes to yay, it's really hard for me to view him as other people view him because I've, I'm that guy. I'm the guy who has been canceled for my opinions since high school. Yeah. Right. Like in high school, I was the guy who didn't hang out with the jocks, didn't hang out with the cool kids. I hung out with the geeks, but I still got girls. Right. Yeah. I still had swag. I still play sports, but Mm -hmm. it was because I wasn't really willing to conform. I was used to being canceled. I was used to having the opinion where I think for myself, I'm not going along with the popular thing just because it's popular. Cause I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, kind of corny. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm looking at the black kids in my school and I'm like, mm, y'all not that cool because I hang out in the hood. Like every summer I got to spend the summer in the hood at grandma's house. Mm. And I wrote, I know real thug niggas. <laughs> they my cousins. So yeah, when I come yeah. back to the suburbs and I see y'all acting and pretending, I'm like, y'all not the real thing, you know? And the other thing is I'd go to the hood and I'd come back with the hood vernacular. And they'd be like, yo, what are you talking about? Why are you using all these words? And then six yeah. months later, they're using the words. And I'm like, oh yeah, then they out themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you're late, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when I came back, I was, I was saying shit like, yo, word is bond, word is bond. And they're like, why do you keep saying word is bond? What are, what are you talking about? Six months yeah. later, everybody's walking around saying word is bond. And I'm just looking at uh. you like, y'all corny, y'all late. Mm-hmm. You heard like, it on the on a rap song now that it's like made its way from the streets to the records, you know, and that's where they hear it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, uh, college did my own thing. Internet did my own thing. Twitter completely ostracized when I went against black lives matter from day one. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be a different kind of heat. <laughs> what? Like, like before there yeah. was even a Trump Hotep Jesus wasn't even Hotep Jesus. I was out in black lives matter. I was like, there's still a video. Like every time Sean King is outed, people like surface this video. Like when my dreads yeah. are like this short. <laughs> <laughs> dates. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it like dates the video, let you know how yeah. old it is that I'm out in these people. So, and, and so some people have said like, yo, uh, how come you haven't got suspended? And it's because there's like a huge wall between me and that side of Twitter because everybody blocked me before mm. Trump became elected. So my tweets okay. don't even make it to that side of Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, so you, my- you, you relate to that then a little bit. So you, on the, on, on the similar scale, because like, honestly, like, you can't even say his his day to day life is different than your day to day life because it all it's all relative. Yeah, you know, his so is like actually a higher scale, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, still important people in your life are important people in his life, and when they're telling you like, "Hey, man, you can't be saying this stuff," or "Hey, man, maybe you know, you're crazy, you're crazy," like, yeah, I imagine that wears someone down, and 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 uh, it made me crazy. Very few people. Well, that's why so many people conform. You know, my, my it's family, like, dude. Don't you know when I get around family, they got to give me a disclaimer? 
No. If it's Thanksgiving, <laughs> one of the family members has to pull me aside and say, hey, can you not talk about politics today? <laughs> that, I mean, they, I, look, they, I actually support that. But if someone else starts it, then I'm not holding my tongue. I used to. Yeah. But like now I'll do like that thing. Where I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. Mm, 200 bucks fill up your gas tank this week, huh? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. I do that stuff, and then it's just like, you know, it's, uh, I, I try to like, you know, keep the peace. I don't see family very often because it's yeah. like, I can only take so much of that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the, you know, my dad is a, you know, a blue, no matter who guy, mm-hmm. he's a union guy. And you know, I love him. I, you know, I'm not changing his mind, you know, but like, they were so scared during the lockdowns. Like they didn't want me to come over. Like, you don't have that. Don't come over. You, I'm like, and then the, the first Christmas afterwards, mm. when they were all poked up, you know, Look, my parents are old. My dad has COPD. I think totally fine with him getting it. But I didn't go the next year. I was like, hey, man, you don't like me. You don't love me at my worst. You know, I was, you know, then I'm not rolling with you on Christmas. I'm going to just stay home and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And then I got the coof that year for Christmas anyway. But, like, <laughs> you know, it was like, uh, it was weird. Family, family can be weird. Like, it's, I hate, I hate that. It's just a rule that I have in my house. Like, no politics unless you want. Unless you want dinner to stop, unless you want me to. And I think that's a terrible rule because that's why the Democrats are able to hold so much power is because when when I look at other groups, for example, let's say the Indian communities, a lot of Indians here in New Jersey. I know when they get together, uh, Indian, uh, not Native American Indians, right? India, like India, India Indians. Yeah. Okay, there's yeah. no such thing as Native American Indians. That's a Indians are from India. Okay, gotcha, <laughs> right? Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they that's get, to- I, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get together, I know they're talking politics. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They are coming up with a political strategy for their people, and they're all family. When we get together as black folks, we don't have that conversation. Therefore, we get destroyed in the political conversation because we haven't sat down to figure out where do we align politically and what issues do we align on? And then how do we vote according to those issues? We can't have those conversations. We will always get dominated by the Democrat Party. That's fair. Yeah. So I think those those things need to happen. And I want to change that culture. Um. Where are we at here? I'm reading right off this thing you showed me, man. Refresh it. Make sure you refresh the page. I just did. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Inside the Ages, gross. How do you have it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Markel, donations. Uh, Appreciate the hustle, bro. Uh, Been a huge help for a dude on the road as much as I am. Dope. Dope. I'm doing call-in shows during the day now, too. So those are getting better as well. I'm getting better at this, man. I'm not exactly the quartering, but I'm getting better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Infamous NYC. uh, the problem is always the same an old generation making choices they won't live long enough to have to deal with just look at the monetary policy real talk yeah yeah i wrote a book about monetary policy the patriot report unmasking the conspiracy of money and war go get your copy right now at hotepjesus.com um ct great conversation with two of my faves jeremy Mm -hmm. get yourself a curter burger uh before they're gone from culver's best in the midwest oh okay i mean Culver's in the Midwest, Culver's is king. Okay. Fast food joint. Yeah. Ah, got you. 
Um, Orion Galaxy uh, found you when Amazing Lucas had you on his channel, Hotep. It's a pity how he fell from grace. I love what Amazing Lucas. I don't know. I never know how to read him because um, people were like, oh, man, he's, you know, he's based. And now he's not based. So sometimes people's opinions change, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, so I got nothing against the guy. I wish him the best. I have a rule. Um, I don't pass judgment on anybody to have a conversation with him. Yeah, fair. If I, when we meet and we talk and I can feel your energy, then I can start passing some sort of judgment because we still haven't hung out for the weekend. That's a whole nother level of getting to know somebody, right? Like mm. you ain't, he, you know, hanging out at HotepCon. You really get to know somebody. Um, But yeah, you know, I, and, and, and please, can y'all please reach out to Amazing Lucas? I'll go on his channel. He can come to my channel. It don't matter. I, I love him. I love Amazing Lucas. I love what he does. Spider-Man is the man. He's dope. I know he went super black supremacist or something like that, but I, I want to talk to him about it. Maybe maybe there's something there. Maybe there's not. I don't know. I want to talk to him. Um, The Quarterings links are in the description box below. Don't you got some coffee? Yeah, it's uh, delicious coffee. Tea and cocoa made right here in the United States of America. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, if people want at least uh, go to the website at coffeebrandcoffee.com, just read the reviews. I'm, I don't have to tell you on beyond that. Mm-hmm. If you're a coffee or a tea person, check that out. It's um, yeah, just trying to build some outside of YouTube, you know, build my own little parallel economy. Yeah. It'll be a great day when I see somebody like out in the wild drinking the coffee who has, and like, I walk up to like, I have this fantasy where I see somebody like drinking. I'm like, here, I like to get a coffee brand coffee mug. They're just like drinking it. And I'm like, I give them like the, and they're like, who the, who are you? And I'll be like, then I'll be like, yes. You know, like somebody just bought the coffee who doesn't know my channel and just, and likes it. That'll be a nice success measurement. I got, I got, I got a surprise for you. Oh yeah. I'm coming out with a product too. Oh yeah. And it pairs well with yours. Oh boy. I feel an ultimate supreme grift coming up. Oh, I feel the grift coming. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. We might have to throw together a package bundle or something like that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But I uh, got a new product. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a new product coming out. Look for it. Just waiting for, um, uh, 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 the, the, the physical product to reach, uh, my guy, Alex, uh, in Canada so we can get some content creation going and it'll be on Amazon. You'll be able to get it from our store, et cetera, oh, nice. et cetera. And, um, we'll, we'll do some pairing. We'll do some pairing with the, yeah, quarter. yeah, absolutely. Um, amen. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe to the quartering. He's got about 500 million follow, um, subscribers on uh, YouTube Roughly. or something like that. <laughs> Roughly. Roughly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, when you get as big as me, you kind of stop counting. You know, <laughs> I, no, I, I really appreciate you having me on. Um, I, th- I thought this conversation was a lot of fun and it was enlightening for me. And I don't get to have these kind of conversations very often because like normally people are like, can you come on my podcast? I'm, I'm like, when? Four o'clock. Nope. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like on the grind all day. Yeah. So when you're like 10 o'clock, I'm like, shit i'll be there you know, okay. like 10 o'clock i'm good it's a wind down time for me yeah so um yeah i know i really appreciate you having me on and i had a lot of fun so i hope people enjoyed the show and um yeah we'll yeah, do you, it again yeah yeah you were highly requested 
Um, I checked out your content and I was like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. I definitely want to learn from him, pick his brain um, and, and just swap knowledge. And it was an amazing conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another amazing conversation, another sharp conversation uh, with Hotep Jesus. This conversation in audio format will exist on Spotify and Apple Podcasts in the coming days. I got to let it cook on YouTube for a little bit, but it will be um, just type in Hotep Jesus on Spotify or Hotep Jesus on um on um, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, the RSS feed is coming straight from SoundCloud. Uh, the Dank interview is up and the uh, Ian Crossland interview is up and I'll be uploading all the old ones as well. So make sure you go subscribe. Leave me a beautiful review on Apple Podcasts or whatever it is that we do over there. Five stars. Yeah. Hit me off with the five star jump off. And uh, we're working hard over here. And ladies and gentlemen, I will see you again soon. I am Hotep Jesus. If it's your first time here, please hit the subscribe button and turn on notifications. Until the next time, Hotep and Bill. Oh, shit. I hit the wrong. I hit the wrong exit. Hold on, y'all. I hit the wrong exit.